Out on the third planet closest to the sun There's a special celebration and it sounds quite fun A jolly old fellow brings toys to everyone On a holiday they call Christmas Now I'm not gonna lie, it makes no sense to me But here's what Earthlings told me About this Christmas mystery Santa is a furry freak with epic superpowers He flies to every human home in under 14 hours He's a master burglar, a pro at picking locks If you don't leave milk and cookies out, he will put dung in your socks if you act nicely through the night and don't jump on your bed Santa comes with sugar plums and hurls them at your head But if you're on his naughty list he shoots missiles at your toes He might just roast your chestnuts with his powerful flamethrower Grandma got run over by a fucking reindeer. I can't believe that's on your fucking list. Anyway. <laughs> I'm back. Oh my gosh. This 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 fucking guy. Anyway, we'll we'll talk about that later. But welcome back to the Zeke Senso show. It's been way, way too long. I'm gonna try and not cough as much, but I I'm still getting over something. Yeah, I have a mushroom earrings on today. Yeah, so uh, yeah, Michael. Michael's back after just a hiatus. He just disappeared. You know? I got busy. Yeah. Well, you moved, and then all of a sudden, you were like, you were like, just MIA. I couldn't find you. Then Thanksgiving happened. Yeah. Had to drive to Fresno, and then I finally found you. 
I in, a, in, a, in a in a in a dumpster in the back in the back of uh, Marvel Studios. Yeah, I tried to pitch that one karaoke show. Yeah, you you tried to pitch the one karaoke show and it failed miserably. And then, I mean, the reason why you found me there because actually the Disney one was um actually kind of packed because I went to Bob Iger and asked and I asked for where the fuck is my full library? Where's that full library, Bob? Come on. Where's Song of the South? <laughs> yeah, Bob. Where's the library, Bob? Where's Fillmore? Bob, why are you fucking with the magic, Bob? Oh, that's Bob? what you meant by full. <laughs> okay, I thought you wanted Song of the South on Disney+. Where's Plus. House of Mouse, Bob? How do you have Disney Plus if you don't have me? My cartoon, Bob. Huh, Bob? I thought you... I thought you I, I, I'm not gonna lie. When you said full library, I thought deep down in your soul, you wanted Song of the South on Disney+. Plus. Oh yeah, we should, we should definitely put that on there. Yeah, I'm sure that will definitely go over well. I mean, that movie's only, not offensive whatsoever. It's 2023, you know. Every we're not sensitive at all. Yeah, we're not sensitive at all. At all. No. Not yeah, at all. I was walking down the street and somebody uh, called me the N word earlier. <laughs> it was just just randomly, I was just like, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were gonna actually drop it, but nope, nope, nope. Not that's not that kind of show. <laughs> Yes, it's it not. is. No, that that maybe is acceptable. I'm down to hang out, but it's not. <laughs> I, I I'm pretty sure I dropped the word before. You probably did, but I also ended up cutting it out. <laughs> no, you did. Oh my gosh, no, because you did. Because I remember we were recording uh the the one episode we were reviewing the Flash, the car alarm went off in your complex. Oh yeah, <laughs> you got up and you dropped it, and I was like, ah. <laughs> Why? Well, I, I just got. I, now I gotta edit. And you didn't even edit. You got tired. No, I did edit it out. Oh. I, I, I just. What I did was, <clears throat> I put in the actual part where we heard the car alarm, alarm in the post credits. Oh. Yeah. So, but you don't. But they don't hear you say the n word. So. Damn. Because, you know, it's not a family-friendly show. This is a PG-13 show. Oh, so I can say. <laughs> you can say you can you you're allowed to say fuck. <laughs> you're allowed to say shit. <laughs> you're allowed to say ass. But you're not allowed to say racial slurs. But that I'm, will give us the NC-17. But I'm black. Doesn't matter. That will give us the NC-17. You know how I went to a party yesterday? Speaking of that. Man, you get invited to everywhere. I don't get invited. My co-workers invited me. I don't get invited to anything anymore. You hear, see, see how disrespectful that is, guys? I don't get invited You don't to even anywhere. drink. I don't get invited to anywhere anymore. You don't even drink. I invite this man to so many movies and all this stuff, and he doesn't invite me anywhere. He doesn't drink, and I got invited. You didn't. I, you well, you know, you didn't invite me to brunch. Yeah, we're eating brunch next week. Yeah, yeah, but still. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and I invited you to maybe if we decide. I think we have already decided, but you know, depending how funds turn out, to WrestleMania, where we might do the Zeke set show. The Zeke said so. Oh show. no! If we if we go if we actually if 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 it all works out and we do end up going to Philly, 
we're, we're gonna do a, a Zeke Central show from Philadelphia. Oh, <laughs> and not only that, but I will. Li- I'm literally going to record a vlog of of, of uh, our entire trip of us trying to run the Rocky stairs and passing out halfway through. Oh no, I'm gonna I'm gonna record the entire trip. Oh, from from the moment we get on the plane. All the way to the moment we're getting on the flight back home. Dang, so you're saying everybody that follows... It's going to be a full feature film. So you're saying that everybody that follows the Zeke Sessual pictures is going to see... Zeke Sessual pictures on YouTube is Mm going to see when we go to WrestleMania. How, how, how... They're going to see my hatred for Roman Reigns. And how annoying me and Roxy really are in real life. Yeah, and they're going to see how much I hate Roman Reigns. That is your tribal chief. No, he's not. This is my my studio. We we don't acknowledge him in this. I acknowledge tribal chief everywhere I go. We we don't acknowledge him. Hey Siri, can you play uh, head of the table? <laughs> you you play that. Now playing WWE head of the table <laughs> Roman Reigns by WWE on Spotify. <laughs> you can always ask me to switch to a different app. Your choices will help me learn the ones you like. You. It's not playing it. You got lucky. <coughs> hey Siri. Uh-huh. Play head of the table on Spotify. Here's WWE. Head of the table, Roman Reigns. By WWE. <laughs> this is the first Spotify. time I actually used this feature. Are you looking up the boo music? Boo. No, I'm looking. I'm. 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 I'm bringing up the the theme song of a superstar we should all respect. La Knight. Yeah. During the few moments that we have left, we want to talk. I forgot I have this. Hot take? Hot take? You're going to play his old theme song, aren't you? Hot take? This, this is better. You're, you're bringing up his old theme song. Exactly. Because it's better. I like his old theme song. Don't get me wrong, but I, I, I prefer Cult of Personality. Hot take? This is better. Did you know that's my theme music when I come out in movie trivia? This one? Yeah. It's not L A night, yeah. No. A B P Yo, yeah. No, I go, I go. No, I, I just come out to this one. Even though I have, you know, someone actually, it's funny because um, people, someone recommended that I should start coming out to Stone Cold Steve Austin's theme because my catchphrase is, you know, that's the bottom line because Zeke the Geek said so. What? And somebody and somebody actually went. You should go. You should come out to Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'm like, well, I already have his catchphrase, so I can't even. I can't. I already stole. Technically, stole his catchphrase. Stole his catchphrase. Now you trying to steal his music. Hey, you know what? That's what inspired the Zeke said so name. Now, 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 what's next? Are you are you going to steal his vest? <laughs> are you going to cut your hair bald? 
What? You bought what? My vest? What? Austin 316? What? <laughs> so so here's so here's the here's the deal. And I'll I'll you know what? Screw it. I'll share this on here. I haven't shared this publicly. So but um I made a bet. There's a total of twenty dollars on the table. Uh-huh. It's between me and four other people. So we all have we each of us each of us have five dollars. Mm-hmm. So technically a total of twenty five dollars. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be whether or not I shave, I cut I cut my hair completely in the beginning of the year in the beginning of twenty twenty four. You better not. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Why? Just to prove a point. What's the point? To prove that I'm not afraid to cut all my hair. I couldn't do it. Because somebody, somebody literally said, <coughs> said, you care about your hair way too much. It, it was Monique. She's like, you care about you care about your hair way too much. You're not going to cut it. And I'm like, you want a pet? I'm like, I've cut my hair before. I've never cut my hair. I've had my head completely shaven before. I'm never cutting my hair. But I'm only going to cut it to like three inches. Let me tell you something. There was this one time my brother actually got me bald. Like, kind of like, it's like a little bit of hair. I look like I hate a certain group of people. With my hair all off like that, like bald, it looks like I hate a certain group of people. I don't want to say names, but... (coughs) Anyway, we should probably move, we should probably move on. You know... (laughs) Um, you know, we're recording this a week before it actually goes up. It's a Zeke Said So Christmas special, but it's, but it's not only our Christmas special, but it's the last show of 2023. Dang, it's an honor to be here. It's my first Christmas special. Yeah, you're, you're, this is the first time, this has been your first year on the Zeke Said So show. And everybody loves me And already. how, and how has, how has the Zeke Said So show been for you? I keep, I keep, uh, you know, it makes me want to. Kick your ass even more. Oh, okay. Well, that's wonderful. Yeah, I mean, We're not know, friends after this. You, you okay. know, far, far, far from home. Oh, not far from home take. You liking the Flash. Like, it's so many bad takes that you have stated. And now I don't have my own house anymore, so I can't, like, kick you out. Yeah, so you, you're, now you're recording in my studio. I'm going to kick you out of your own studio. <laughs> no, I have the right to kick you out of my freaking studio. I'm calling your cousin. <laughs> Oh my goodness! You just have to say that in the air. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, this is this has been a a very interesting year. It's been a fun it's year, been, right? It's been a very interesting year. It's very. I I, I think that uh, your fans have grown uh, come to grown and liked me over here. And well, you know, it's funny. <laughs> um, I have I have grown to really despise podcasting all of a sudden. Why? I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. <clears throat> I like recording, like the show, like when you're on. But if I have to do it by myself, it's a freaking pain in the ass. I hate it, like with a burning passion. I, I think because I bring like a certain type of energy. It, it's just, it's just, it's so much better when you're talking about movies with another person. Because when one person is just sitting here giving their take, I get bored of that really easily. <laughs> I get bored of that really easily. It just feels good to have like 
a oh, back and forth. De- uh, yeah, that way you can actually have a debate. You know, I just wish they would have got so many C's behind the takes when the Oliver kind of jumped in to our oh, debate. Yeah. Oh yeah, because man, that DreamWorks one—we must have sat for almost an hour just debating on freaking what was it like Shark Shark Tale? Well, it was Shark Tale, yeah. Yeah, I think Oliver had that ranked higher than me. I don't get it. I don't freaking get it. Working Oof. at the car wash. I don't get it. That movie sucks. It was a good movie. That movie sucks. Major donkey balls. It was a good movie. I, I think I think your fans agree that it was it a just, good movie. It just... It, like They enjoyed the movie. Like, I think I would rather watch... I think I would rather watch Far From Home than ever watch Shark I, 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 I'd rather you watch Far From Home because Far From Home is a good Spider-Man movie. You know, you know it's funny because... 2023 is coming to the end, uh-huh. and we need this. We also need to discuss what our favorite movie of the year is, and uh, no question, my favorite movie of the year, and I'm holding the Blu-ray up right now, it's Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, hands down. It's my favorite movie of the year. I got bad news. Uh-oh. Your, your number one got replaced. No, no. This is my... It's the best movie of the year still. Yeah. But I want to say favorite movie. Okay. It's still across the Spider-Verse, but I can see as soon as um it comes on streaming, yeah. I can see Joyride replacing it. Mm. Yeah. Well, Joyride's up there for Joyride's going to be up there for me. I can see Joyride replacing it only because how funny it is. Like like here here I'll actually I'll do it right now. Here, let me pull up my letterboxed um, I'll, I'm I'm gonna tell you exactly just the movies that are actually on the list here. If I can sign in here, I, I actually really the best thing that I ever saw this year <coughs> was the 1960s Blue Beetle with with what what's his name the villain what what was his name uh oh god Doctor uh Doctor Spectro Doctor Spectro the the master of <laughs> the master of dreams. No, the master, the master of, of emotions. emotions. The master of emotions. Oh my goodness! I literally bypassed all the Constantine just to show Zeke that. Oh, and that was, and we saw that. I watched it. Is it on my birthday? I watched yeah. it. I had to show you that. That it was too good. That why is that hidden gym? Why is that gym a hidden? Like that that was a hidden gym. I I don't know. Because I everybody should have talked about that one. But man, I was I just it was so hilarious. I just I when <laughs> when the baby's putting the fork in <laughs> the baby was about to the baby was about to commit Simbaku. <laughs> um so so here are the movies in no particular order that are gonna be in my that are so far in my top ten. Uh Guardians Volume Three. Uh, Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. Uh huh. Napoleon. Oh, how was that movie? It was fantastic. I loved it. Um, really, really loved it quite a bit. That's another one I should probably take you to see. Napoleon. That one, and I, I, I do want to take you to see Wish because I think you would like Wish. Now, who played Napoleon? Because it... it's Joaquin Phoenix. He played Napoleon. Mm-hmm. I thought they would got somebody shorter. <laughs> No, they got Joaquin Phoenix. Um, 
Oppenheimer is on that list. Oh, the, yeah, Barbenheimer is definitely Opp- would be Oppenheimer. On my top. Uh, Barbie did not make my top ten. Really? Barbie's not in the top ten for me. It's. I'll say this right now. It's in my number eleven. Okay. So it just missed out on my top ten, but. I still have to see a few more movies to finally put my top ten together, but uh, Joyride's in Joyride is in there. Godzilla minus one is in there. I need to see that movie. And I'll actually, you know what? I'll actually say this. I think Guardians might actually end up getting knocked out by the boy and the heron. What are we seeing in that movie? Because oh, I, I work Sunday through. Uh, we could always go in the morning. We can. We did it for Cap. We did it for Captain Marvel. Don't don't. Hey, I got a couple more. Hey, I got I got like one sick day and like three more, and I got late call in still. I have to use my crap by the end of the month. Well, just use your use your sick. Well, no, I'm using my sick for um, for brunch. Oh, because I want to be drinking. Then I might as well. Oh. Um. But yeah, Godzilla's in there. Godzilla minus one's in there. Godzilla. Um. The Creator is in there also. That one is the um, sci-fi movie. It's actually directed by the guy who did um, Rogue One. Oh! Um, uh, or supposedly directed Rogue One. Uh, Gareth Edwards, he he directed The Creator. And it's a really awesome sci-fi film. It was, and, they, and it's a sci-fi film that looks like it would have cost like $200 million to make. Uh-huh. But it actually only cost 80 Dang. So what you're so, saying is... So, um, Hey, uh, news, news, news flash! Warner Brothers. Just because you spend two hundred million dollars does not mean does not equal a great movie. News flash, Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Lowest grossing Marvel movie of all time. And it's the first year. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know this until I <coughs> read read on it. This is the first year since 2014 that a Marvel movie did not make a billion dollars. What movie in 2014 didn't make a billion dollars? Um. No, 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 no. Where, um, because in 2014, both Captain America and Guardians, the first Guardians, both of them did not make a billion dollars. Oh, really? Yeah. But every other year since then, I think, I think twenty seventeen, also might have not had a billion dollar MCU movie because, that was the same year as Guardians Volume Two, <laughs> Spider Man Homecoming, and I know Spider Man Homecoming didn't make a billion. Um, Homecoming didn't make. Don't even don't even start. Two more billion dollars. Um, <laughs> And I know, I know, Thor Ragnarok didn't um, cross a billion. I'm shocked. That one, I'm actually shocked. Um, but yeah, no. Basically, the MCU has. So I mean, technically, I guess it's the first year since 2017 that a MCU movie didn't hit a didn't hit a billion dollars. Cause yeah, cause none of the ones in um because in 2021, um, Spider Man No Way Home made a billion. And deserved a billion. And twenty twenty two, you, Doctor Strange, and Black Panther both came very close. 
And, uh, of course, 2023. I mean, Guardians made $800 million. And then Ant-Man and the Wasp didn't do very good. And neither did the Marvels either, so... I know we talked about superhero fatigue, and I don't think it exists, but... It's just that people are tired of just mediocre garbage, and unfortunately, Marvel's been putting out a lot of mediocre crap. You know what? I was on TikTok, and there's a TikTok creator, and he was, <laughs> he was defending, like, the Marvels. He's like, I don't know, like, the way how he sounded to me, he's like, well, it's comic book accurate and everything, so it's a good movie. I'm just like... You could be comic book accurate, but I don't necessarily think that comic book accuracy dictates a good movie. No. No, because, because guess what? Across the Spider-Verse is not comic accurate, but it's a great movie. Why? Yeah. Because it's Because it actually has a real story, a human story. Like, despite it being about... The multiverse and all this other because stuff. Because I want to say into Across the Spider-Verse is supposed to be like an adaptation of the Spider-Verse comics. But like in the Spider-Verse comics, they're not fighting themselves. They're fighting... Inheritors. Uh, inheritors, yeah. yeah. So like, I could get like, I like I could get what people are saying. But like, I don't know. Like, I don't necessarily agree with, with comic... What is a comic? It's just super comic book accurate. And he was like, so, actually... He was actually pulling out panels... Because I know a lot of people were talking about the crap about the the sync, the musical yeah. part. And he was like, well, Captain <coughs> Marvel actually did this. It is actually very, like, comic book accurate. But I'm just like, I'm just like, I don't think it made sense for, like, the story they were trying to tell. It, it didn't. It really didn't. And but, I, I mean, hey, you know, if you, if, you, if you think comic book accuracy makes a good movie, then, then, um, you, hey, that's you, that's your take. I think you're wrong, but. Yeah, no, I, I don't I don't think so either. But I do, I actually, there is one other discussion I actually wanted to have. And I guess we can add it before we get into our two I main I feel like there's, a, there's another thing we should discuss. Because I don't know if you heard about what HBO did with A24. Oh, yeah. They, 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 um. They're putting all the movies on there. They're putting all their movie, <laughs> movies on HBO Max. Yeah. Or Max, sorry. But I'm so, uh, I'm so used to calling it HBO. But Max. but Davis Hasloff, King um, King uh, Greenlit um, Acme Brothers, Acme uh, Coyote movie. versus Acme, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, but but you know you know we we can that that's tax debt. and his and his reasoning for it is so stupid. Like oh we 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 don't have faith in it. Okay, here's your thing. He is not look when he. <coughs> When he first became the C, like CEO of the head of Warner Brothers, okay, I was all for it. Okay, I was like, this is a smart move. He has had success running multiple, I mean, television channels. You know, with uh, the H, uh, the home. Uh, what what's the TV show that has like houses on it? I don't even know. I can't remember. Um, but he also ran TLC and all, all these, all these other shows, all these other TV channels, right? And he owns Discovery, which is a huge, a huge media company. So when they announced that he was purchasing Warner Brothers and he was going to become the head of Warner Brothers, I was like, okay, that's a smart decision. And then CinemaCon came around, right? 
And he gives this big speech about how important it is to make movies that will keep the legacy of Warner Brothers alive. And tell me, and, and he, and, then, and well, then, then he says something that completely contradicts what he just did with Coyote versus Acme. The storytellers are our the storytellers, the people who actually make these movies and who tell these stories are our number one priority. Really? Then why are you cutting Coyote versus Acme? I get why you did it for Batgirl. Because even Peter Safran, who's now the co-head of DC, has even said that Batgirl would have tarnished DC's legacy. But I so just I, kept hearing good things about this. When, But that's the thing, yeah. We heard great things about Coyote versus Acme. So what did you... like? I just want to sit down and ask David Zaslav, what did you see in it that you didn't like about it? Probably made fun of him. Because he's... Because I just don't... He's not thinking like a creative. He's thinking like... Because Bob Iger, as much shit as we were giving him during the strikes... And well-deserved. But Bob Iger thinks like both a, an executive and a creative. Bob Iger isn't doing this shit. I, Bob Iger isn't going around and saying, well, we spent so much money on this project, so let's just write it off for tax purposes. I really hope they do something. I really hope the the, the Senate get that... Uh, what is it? What, what, not the Senate. The um, Well, yeah. I know they're trying to get it up to yeah. Senate, but... Who take part in that? It's the FGC? No, I think it's... I, well, no, I think Congress is, is trying to hold a um, a hearing about this whole thing. I hope they do, because I, I I don't... I don't like it. Because you already know my bad girl take. I'll say put it on Max. It could be go, go directly to Max. You didn't have to put it in movie theaters. People would have watched it because how bad it was. And it probably I don't, think, could I don't be, think James Gunn would let it happen. It probably would have been a fun drinking game. Like probably Batman and Robin. <laughs> Probably would have, but I, at this point, I don't think James Gunn will let it happen. No, I mean, I don't think it will happen now. Because I think James Gunn is right now heavily promoting Superman Legacy. I mean, his Instagram, he's been <coughs> posting all this shit about... Oh, did you hear that Godzilla's whooping Superman's ass? Yeah. Well, no, but <coughs> apparently, James Gunn's brother, Sean Gunn, is gonna play Maxwell Lord. Reading dreams again. I I I'm not gonna lie. When I heard this, I was like, "Huh? Did we just do this?" I'm just like I don't get me wrong. I kind of like I like Maxwell Lord. I think he's an a okay dude. I, I I like I like him and I and I like his part the part that he plays in the universe. What did he really play? Uh, but dreams. <coughs> why are we bringing him? Why why Sean Gunn? I don't know. I mean, the, this is the same guy who's playing Weasel in Creature Commandos. Let me just tell you something. When uh, when's Kite Man? Oh yeah. 
And by the way, is he still playing Calendar Man? Because remember, he was Calendar Man in the Suicide Squad. Oh, you're right. He shows up as Calendar Man. He's the one that yells at Polka Dot Man, Hey, Polka Dot Man, I was hoping you could entertain at my kid's birthday party. You fucking pussy. (laughs) I am Weasel. God, my favorite, one of my favorite moments of that entire movie. Weasel's still alive. That's just still hilarious. Is... Listen, he's not a werewolf, okay? He's a weasel. He's harmless. I mean, he's not harmless. He's killed 37 children, but, you know, I think I think he's agreed to do this. But, yeah. Oh, I love I love the, the Suicide Squad. Is, uh, where is it? Oh, it's right here. It's right there, above Superman. Because it's a better movie. It's... This is this is better than all of Superman movies combined. Hot take. Oh. The Suicide Squad is better than all of Superman's movies. It's better than our Superman? Yes. Better than Christopher Reeves? Yes. Oh. <coughs> is it better? Su- the Suicide Squad is a top ten comic book movie for me. Is it better than uh, Keanu Reeves fighting a giant spider? You mean Nicolas Cage fighting? Oh, um, yeah. Nicolas Cage Keanu fighting a... Nicholas Cage fighting a giant spider. You know what's funny is that a lot has actually happened since you and I did a podcast. Yeah, together. you know, Ke- uh, did you know Keanu Reeves' um, house got broken into? I think I sent yeah. it to you. I, d- I did hear that. Yeah, his house got How broken. How do you break into John Wick's house? And then like they can't find the people. Yeah. How do you get? How do you get away with breaking into John Wick's what are you house? About? They didn't get away. They can't find the people. No, Keanu they, Reeves they, went to go look for him. No, they got away with it. That's what you think. They got away with it. Keanu Reeves got the trapped in the basement. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> as soon as I read, and they can't find he's him. Gonna, he's now going to make him. You know the song Trapped in the Closet? <laughs> trapped he, in the Basement? Keanu Reeves is going to sing a song called Trapped in the Basement. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's honestly how I feel. Oh, here's, here's the actual debate we need to get into. Which song... Is better, Peaches from the Mario Brothers movie, or Ken? Oh, and you know, and as soon as uh, Mario Brothers hit Peacock, I watched it. So I I know Peaches now. Peaches, 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 Peaches. Yeah. So what? So so, hey, I'll say this: If the Oscars were held tomorrow, which song wins the Oscar, Ken or Peaches? That's hard. I'm not gonna lie. I'm leaning towards Ken, Ken's song is growing on me. I'm leaning towards Ryan Gosling. Cause don't get me wrong, I love Peaches, but I just I'm just kidding. When I see she love, she sees a friend. <laughs> I just I can't. I I think I'm on the Ken train. Yeah, I I think I am too. I just I that I swear that cracked me up so much. Cause like Knuff. That is yeah. I am Knuff. I still want. It. I still want to. I actually saw that hoodie. Like, in person, somebody actually bought that hoodie. No, I saw somebody literally ha- had that hoodie at LA Comic Con. And I wanted to ask them where they got it. I think it's sold out. I need either a t shirt or a hoodie that says, I am Knuff. Because. Because <clears throat> I remember when we, when we saw Barbie, I literally leaned to you and said, That's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> 
He's Knuff. God. But, um... And I'm surprised. That movie is... Like, I'm... I am shocked how much I ended up liking that movie. I have to drag you to see that movie. Because I was not looking forward to it at all. I was looking forward to that movie. I thought it was going to be such utter garbage. And it wasn't that preachy. I didn't think so. Not to say, like, it wasn't preachy. Yeah, no, I... I... I, I didn't like I definitely didn't think it, it felt too preachy. I was I was like I was okay with the message they were trying to they were actually trying to tell, you know. I I, I think I got different messages than everybody. Because yeah. I know like it was it like some messages were saying the patriarchy was bad. Which it is. But I also thought one thing they were trying to say too by the end was the matriarchy is kinda also bad. Yeah. I got it like bad from both sides because like I just felt like both sides kind of care about themselves. And they didn't care about the other. You know? Yeah. But it also, uh, one thing I did get from it too, it also takes a long time to like... Now someone's going to send me a DM. Your friend Michael's a, a sexist. <laughs> Dang, I thought I just said the patriarchy's bad too. I, just, I was thinking the same thing. I don't know, that's my interpretation, because at the end, yeah. at the I end, mean, I, like, at the end, it didn't go, like, everything, like, how yeah. it wanted to be, it's like, oh, well. I mean, plus, the movie ends with, with Barbie asking to see a gynecologist. No, that was actually hilarious. <laughs> I laughed so hard, because that reminded me of the ending of Teen Titans Go to the Movies, where, where Robin jumps on the camera and yells, kids, ask your Ask your parents where babies come from. <laughs> like, I just... <laughs> How did I stand Lee for that movie? I don't understand. And his stuff is so funny in that movie. Because, oh like, he and actually like, references Marvel, doesn't cause he? Because he? he's like, he's like, look at me doing my glorified cameo. And then someone comes in, what? This is a DC movie. Oh gee, I better get out of here. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he comes back later on while they're being chased, and he comes back. And he goes, "I don't care if it's a DC movie. I love cameos." <laughs> and then Robin just yells, "Not now, Stanley." <laughs> I just, I, I just don't understand how they got him. Which that was disrespectful of Robin to do. You show Stanley the respect. He, he deserves, deserves all the respect. Rest in peace, Stanley. I'm just, I, I'm just I'm just hoping that Deadpool becomes the new Stan Lee. You know what's funny? I thought they were gonna have Ryan, uh, Robert Downey Jr. become the new Stan Lee, where he just does a cameo in every single oh. MCU movie. But that never happened. Do you think? Hot take. Well, not a hot take, but do you think they would get the after Secret Wars? Iron Man's coming back. I think so. Because I'm not going to lie. When Kevin Feige was like, we're not bringing Iron Man back. We're not going to undermine what happened in Endgame. I'm like, we'll see, Kevin Feige. We'll see how much money Secret Wars ends up making. (laughs) If Secret Wars is a flop like the Marvels kind of flop, then, yeah, you better call Robert Downey Jr. and say, hey, we we need you to come back. So Can we get Iskro 7 still on the move? But, but yeah. Sorry, I'm crunching on ice right now. I'm just kidding. But um, uh, soundtrack, see. soundtrack of the year definitely goes across the Spider Verse. I'll bump that every day. Still. Dude, I I think 
the song "Calling" should be a be- uh, should be a best should be in the in best original song. I think I don't know if it qualifies. I don't know if uh, if "Calling" would qualify as a best original song, but um, but that's that's what I think because that's. Either that one or Am I Dreaming? Am I Dreaming? I, I could tell you. Let me go to the soundtrack right now. I like Am I Dreaming. I like Calling. Self Love. Self Love. Love oh, Self Love. Love that one. I think Self Love is my favorite one. From well, there? For me, it's for me, it's Am I Dreaming. Am I Dreaming? I I mean I love that one ever since I saw it in the like when I was when I was watching it I was like. And I heard that, and I was like, oh, this is my favorite song on the soundtrack. Self-love, you know, love yourself, try to love me, love um, me. The other one I really like is actually, um... Annihilate? Well, Annihilate, but the other one I really love, Hummingbird. Hummingbird. I like All The Way Live. All The Way Live is pretty good, but, but yeah, Hummingbird is one that I've been listening to quite a bit. Like, especially, like, I'm, I'll be at work. And I'll sometimes carry my speaker around, and Hummingbird is one that I'm always listening to. Oh, for um, because we could drive through our speakers at my job. Um, uh, I'm now known as the anime guy. Oh, oh wow! Because every time people come around, my anime music turns on. But I swear to God, when I'm by myself in my aisles, I get like my Eminem, my Jay Z, my Tupac, and then like every time somebody comes around, it's an anime song. I somehow oh, I'm just man. the anime guy. They, they 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 literally like yeah we know when you're around the corner we hear that big music. All right, they're all haters. So, anyway, but should we get started on our two main topics? Damn, we already it's, it's thirty eight minutes. Forty minutes. Thirty minutes into the podcast, but um, yeah, I think we should we should get into our two main topics. Oh yeah, let's start with uh, you know what? Let's start with the comic books. And then we'll end it with Christmas. We'll end it with Christmas. Because this comes out a week before Christmas, isn't it? Like a week and a half before Christmas? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 As, <clears throat> as we're recording this, it's December 9th. This show is going up on December 15th. So. Oh, no. December 16th. Yeah. It will go up on December 16th. So. Yeah. Nine days before Christmas. Yeah. And we're giving you ten recommendations. I hope I hope ever I hope everyone has a has a wonderful Christmas. Yeah, and I hope you uh, watch all the five recommendation movies I'm gonna give to you. Yeah, and I forgot we were only doing five. I put six. You put six? Yeah. Tell me five. I know. Well, I I eliminated one of them, so I'm 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 I'll I'm playing fair, and I'm gonna talk about five. One of <clears throat> the one that I took off the list, um, that I also wanted to put on there was um, you know we'll get to it when we talk about the Christmas. We'll we'll get into it. Um, let's talk about the comic book movies because right. you know we've had comic book movies that have come out this year, and <clears throat> now we 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 are not counting Aquaman because Aquaman hasn't come out as of this recording. It, it won't even it won't even be out when we put the show up. Yeah, no, it won't even, it'll, it's literally coming out during the Christmas week, so, yeah, so. 
I'll 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 talk about it. I'll I'll get a chance to talk. Well, I'm sure you and I will see it. I'm sure, sure. Yeah, I thought we was. Yeah, I'm sure you and I will see it together. So we'll we'll do an out of theater reaction when we when we see it. Probably laughing. That doesn't look like Aquaman's baby, by the way. I just I. They couldn't get us. I'm so I'm I'm looking forward to the scene where Amber Heard just drowns, <laughs> where where Mara just drowns, and. And to see them, and just to see them go, yeah, this is our way of writing Amber Heard out of the DC EU, even though the DC EU is dead after this. I think Black Manta is actually going to kill her. Um. Okay. So we have six comic book movies that we have seen. Mm-hmm. Now we are not counting the TV shows. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Otherwise, Secret Invasion would be the worst thing on the list. Uh, lies. I think the ending's bad, but I think one through five are still good uh, good episodes. The ending ruins it for me. No, the ending ruins it for me, but I still think it's better than Quantum Mania. Mm. I would rather watch Quantum Mania. Oh, you oh you rather watch? Hey, how you doing? Surprised to see me. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck were they thinking? Anyway, um. <laughs> <clears throat> so, we are going to get into this. We're going to rank the comic book movies. And I think the way we're going to do this is we're going to go back and forth. You're going to do six, I'll do six, and then we'll kind of go in that order. All right. So, Michael, what is your <laughs> number six? What so, is your least favorite comic book My movie? six and five are literally interchangeable guys, so it is what it is. But, I don't know. Today, I'm, I'm feeling today, I feel like shitting on The Flash more than um, Ant-Man. So, The Flash is probably the worst one. At least Edmund made me laugh a couple times. And why is The Flash your least? Shady CGI. No, mm, yeah, I'm not going to argue that one. I'm definitely not going to argue that one. You know, I know you like the movie. I <coughs> I think there's a movie that does it way better. And I didn't like The Flash being the villain. Right. Per se. I didn't feel like it was a real villain in the movie. But, like, when it was like, oh, this is just the other Flash, I didn't like how they did that. Um, I also didn't like the waste the waste of Zod. Mm. I feel like he was a waste. I'll, I'll, I'll agree with you there. Um, and I don't like... I love Supergirl. In fact, my, my rewrite, actually, instead of Zod, it should have been Darkseid. I feel like, I feel like we're wasting Darkseid for that. It should have been, though, because at least... At least that would have been more interesting than, like, because think about it. When he went back, he created a world with no metahumans. Uh-huh. Someone forgot to put their phone on silent. Um, <laughs> he literally created a world with no metahumans. That would be the perfect opportunity. If I'm dark side, that's the perfect opportunity for me to go to Earth and be like, screw these people. And go, you know, I just feel like, and also it would have brought the whole DCEU to a, to a, to a close, you know, because they set up Darkseid in both Zack Snyder's Justice League and even in the theatrical cut of Justice League as well. They set Darkseid up, so why not just have him in the Flash to be that Oh, I created a world with no metahumans, and this guy is coming back. 
this guy's coming, you know. And that could be his reasoning for getting Batman, for getting Supergirl, you know. I I personally felt like there should have been more Supergirl. Not just Supergirl, but more <clears throat> alternate versions of the DC characters. Like Wonder Woman definitely should have played a part. Because I know in the <laughs> comics and even in Paradox, I think Wonder Woman and Aquaman are actually fighting. Yeah, because they're at war. Yeah. The the Atlantean and Amazon wars have hadn't ended. So and also the biggest difference and you know, look, I don't care for comic book accuracy, okay? I know a lot of people just wanted a straight adaptation of the Flashpoint story. I didn't care that it was that it wasn't. I didn't care that I didn't get Batman's dad because we got Michael <coughs> Keaton. Yeah, but the fact that Michael Keaton has actually is the only Batman ever, including in comics, is the only Batman ever to stop crying. To stop crying in Gotham it just shows why he's the greatest Batman of all time. Yeah. <laughs> But um, I hate Supergirl's death too. I forgot she dies. Yeah, I know. I completely forgot she dies. Yeah, I hate that she dies. I hate how easy it is because it's like one like. Well, well, don't don't forget about the best part. Don't forget about the best part of the movie. Maybe you're bat. You're Batman. What's wrong with you? George Clooney, <laughs> free the free the Batman twenty free the Batman free the Batman twenty twenty three. Hell yeah, we're freeing the Batman, bro. You remember we came out of the theater? We were actually like, I uh, yelled, "Free the Batman!" He's gonna he's gonna be in he's gonna be the Batman of the DCU. And then when this movie flopped, I'm like, "They're not continuing this universe. Fuck that. <laughs> They're not continuing this fucking universe. They sh- they they should free the Batman." Go for well, it, no, they've already, they've already confirmed that the only three characters who are coming over from the DCU, Viola Davis, John Cena, and um, Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle. Ba, 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 and I guess they're going to bring over the the cast, the rest of the cast from Peacemaker. I'm hoping. I'm hoping they bring out the family back, too. Because Blue Beetle is not a bad movie. Oh, no. I don't think so. I like Blue Beetle more than The Flash. That's good. Which is a shocker. But, uh, yeah, bro, I just sat there and I was <laughs> like, Supergirl's death is just, it irritates me. Yeah. Because, like, I could understand if it was a bigger sword or, like, something. Or, like, she she wasn't beating Zod up for most of the fight. Right. It's literally... Well, again, that goes to the point of it should have been Darkseid because at least... It would we would have been like, oh yeah, that makes sense, you know. If if Darkseid kills Supergirl, we'd be like, oh yeah, that makes sense. I th- I think because it's Zod, he just stabs her once with like a little blade, and she dies. I'm just like, yeah, and I'm that just... little blade doesn't even kill Superman in Man of Steel. Exactly. <laughs> so. So I just thought, I'm like, what? Yeah. So you were you were very disappointed with the flash. Yeah, I was disappointed. And then the whole when he's running back and you saw all the alternates. Gosh. I'm sorry, but that that I wish I would have been part of that down to hangout review because I laughed so hard watching that. Oh my gosh. Just you all of you guys talking about it. And 
if some of your nitpicks of <laughs> you want to ask me on a date, motherfucker, you ask her on a date. What the fuck? That shit you piss me off. We're in 2023. You want to ask me out on a date? You can see he's awkward as hell. You can ask him on a date. Hey, you want to get some coffee? Is it that hard? Or, or when it it you it drop it drops you drop the n word, but it's like. When you guys were talking about the uh, the Batman animated series, and he was like, "Oh, you mean the one where the Joker fights?" He's like, "Yeah, the Joker with dreads." Oh yeah, nigga Joker. <laughs> There's our yeah. There you go. There's <sighs> the part the part of no n word. Did you not understand? I'm sorry. That was uh, 15 minutes ago. <laughs> that that's that that's n word Joker right there. <laughs> He has dreads. <laughs> he has. Okay, so my number six. My number six, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Um, look. <laughs> I love Marvel. I love the MCU. I really do. But what in the fuck were you thinking with Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania? Surprised to see me. I couldn't. I, I literally went to see that movie in the theater. And I saw that. And I went. Oh my gosh. I need to know what my. I, I gotta show this to Michael. I died laughing at that part. And oh my gosh. We watched it on Disney Plus, And yeah. you were dying laughing. Because <laughs> this was so like. Why? What? I just couldn't believe that that's what they were doing with Moda. But it's not even Modoc though. I think it's just a massive missed opportunity. Like everything in that movie, I feel like is like, no, you did. This would have been better had you done this. Who's Modoc was better than that Modoc? <clears throat> you know, it was like, like I kept sitting there, and usually I don't like being being that guy who goes, oh, I could have wrote a better script than these. But I literally was sitting there going, no. I would have written a better script for this than than Jeff Loveness did. I'm just going to say this. Because here's here's my biggest problem with Ant-Man and the Wasp, okay? You have this character, Scott Lang, who missed five years of his daughter's life. Their relationship is not very strong. Their relationship, honestly, should not be very strong because of that. And the fact that this movie basically just made Cassie just that same girl from the previous movies, just older, frustrated me. And they should have done, and especially with with Kang, what they should have done to get Scott Lang to be on Kang's side was, hey, you do this for me, and I'll make sure you get time back to spend with your daughter. That would have been better than having Kang come in and go... I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to kill her and I'm going to make you rewatch I'm going to put you in a time loop and make you rewatch it every single time. I uh, I'm like really? That's how we're going to do it? No, where's the manipulation? Where's Kang actually being <coughs> a smart villain? Cuz I'm sorry, but Kang in this movie, he's a dumbass. He's a Dumbass in this in this I, movie. I want to piggyback on something you just said. 
one thing I don't agree with is Cassie and the relationship shouldn't be as strong only because I feel like Cassie, I feel like, yes, he did miss five years, but I think Cassie knows it wasn't his fault. But still, I mean, that would have, because you know what? I had a, because I did a rewrite for this. And if you want to go and listen to that, go to the Web Series podcast. It should be titled Ant-Man and the Lost Quantumania Rewrite. But essentially, in that rewrite, I made a bunch of changes that would have solved every issue I had with it. And one of those issues, Scott Lang is obsessed with his fame of being the man who saved the universe. He's the man who came to the Avengers with this idea of time travel. He wrote a book about it. And now he's obsessed with his own fame. That he is still missing time with his daughter. Even though despite the fact that he already missed five years. Okay. 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 But but here's the thing. The thing that gets him to want to spend more time with his daughter. His ex-wife, Cassie's mom, dies from cancer. And then you have Hank... Go to Scott during the funeral and say, she doesn't need the Ant-Man. She needs her father. And therefore, you establish right then and there what your core, what the core emotion is going to be of the film. There is no setup to that. It's just, oh, I'm, I'm reading a book at this public thing. Get a phone call. Cassie's in jail. What? They argue for a minute. And then all of a sudden, so I so I built a quantum tunnel. Wait, what? What the fuck? What are we doing? Hold on, slow down. Let me build build to something. For don't just rush me into the into the plot of the movie. I don't give a shit about the plot of the movie. <clears throat> See, this movie's getting me to cough. I'm just like I don't give a shit about the plot of the movie because I don't give a shit about any of the characters right now. And that's what's that. And and again. It goes to the big problem with with the the big issue I think with most superhero films now is that you you don't care about the characters. And if you cared more about the characters, then the stakes matter. Now, I do have a question on your rewrite. Because it just popped in my head when you was talking about it. Wouldn't that go against Scott's character though, of him of him like leaving not, out his not, daughter? Not if you've not if you've really been paying attention to um Cause I'm how, the first Ant Man was <clears throat> Well yeah. Scott starts out just wanting to be with his daughter, wanting to be with Ka- it's that's his focus. But over the course of the MCU, he's also become obsessed with being an Avenger. We've seen that played out in Civil War, then in Ant-Man and the Wasp, the second film. And we saw that definitely played out in Endgame. And then even in Captain Marvel, they make reference to the fact that he started a podcast. So the idea of Scott being obsessed with his fame... Like, it isn't that far-fetched. It, okay, I, I get not, what you're saying. It's not very far-fetched from where they've taken the character. So this idea that he would be obsessed with his own fame, that he basically is forgetting time with his daughter, 
despite the fact that he's already missed five years, again, that would have played more into what could have been the anchor of the movie. And also, it would have played into the motivation to help Kang also. Because if Kang comes to Scott Lang and says, I need your help, and by the way, if you help me, I can get you more time with your with Cassie. Mm-hmm. I can take you back to before the blip, so that way you get more time with her. You get to see her grow up. Again, it's that one change solves the solves the movie. Now, yes, you still would have had you know Modok still would have been an issue, but at least the story of it would have been much more emotional and and you know the stakes of everything would have mattered also i feel like the movie makes a choice and completely backs up and that is <clears throat> when they finally defeat kang mm-hmm. the they have no way back home so it's scott and um Hope, right? Oh, you talk about Wasp, yeah. Hope. Yeah, Scott and Hope. Who, by the way, the movie's called Ant Man and the Wasp. It's just Ant Man. This <laughs> is basically just Ant Man's movie because Wasp doesn't really do much. <laughs> um, Hank does more. Yeah, but uh, but you have Scott and Hope in the quantum realm, and you think that the movie would end with them in the like, oh god, this movie's got balls. It's gonna end with him stuck. With both of them stuck in the quantum realm. Nope. All of a sudden, let's go home. My name's Scott Lang. Fuck. I remember sitting there when that happened. I just went. Because it just, it, it's another, just, and this is the kind of thing. <clears throat> that Marvel did so well in Phase 1 through 3 with taking chances and taking risk, that for me felt like a safe move of just ending it with them going just back to their normal lives. My thing was, because I'm going to talk about this movie. Spoiler alert. It's my number five. Um, It's your next one, so go ahead. Yeah, so one of the things, I, I just felt like King, like you said quote unquote kings of dumbass I felt like we just saw King and Loki or he who remains which is a king variant mm-hmm. and we see this king now no these kings are supposed to be different but I just felt like since it was a compare contrast the the two it was night and day and he was supposed to be the conqueror yeah and I just felt like he got beaten too easily don't get me wrong he was Beating Ant Man Futuristic ants. God. Hey, hey, ants with lasers. You know what's funny? My my friend Robert is probably listening to this. I don't know if he is, but if he is listening to this, um I I think he is, his take is completely wrong on this, but he's he defends this choice. Ants with lasers? He he's like, but they're futuristic ants who have lived like who literally have lived timeline wise have lived 
for millions of years, so they would be technologically advanced. And I'm like, but that doesn't mean they'd be strong enough to beat Kang. But they have lasers. Doesn't matter. Like, Kang should be able to lay waste to these fucking ants. Because we just saw him five minutes ago. Just wiping out dudes left and right. And then the ants show up. Does nothing. Lasers. Just lets them tackle him. Lasers. You know? Do you not understand what they have? And by the way, the I I also feel like the trailer gave away too much. Because that whole fight with Scott and like, I don't have to win. We just both have to lose. I I remember watching that trailer going, Well, they just gave away the ending of the movie. No, did they though? Did they because both were really didn't lose. Yeah, well, that is true. Both of them, Ant Man actually won that fight, but whatever. Thanks to futuristic ants with flavors. Anyway. But also, Hulu Modoc was better than this Modoc. Oh, yeah. Either By way. far. I did not like what they did with Modoc. I do agree with you on the Cassie pick on how they could have handled their relationship maybe a little bit better. I just, I think, Ant-Man and the Wasp with no Wasp. That's crazy, right? Yeah. That's insane. Um, the side characters really wasn't doing it, doing it for me, too. I feel like, I feel like one of Marvel's best things is their side characters. And they had no memorable side characters in this film. Yeah. I think the biggest issue, I think the other biggest issue was not having the character of Luis at least make a appearance. Yeah. Because Luis, like, despite him being comic relief, he was also one of the fun parts about both of those movies. And then he's just not in it. They don't even make reference to him at all. Yeah, like, what's he doing or anything? (coughs) Um, That man should be narrating the MCU right now. (laughs) Did he narrate everything that ended up to Endgame? That man should have been narrating the entire MCU. (laughs) I thought they did a video of him narrating. No, I don't. Th- I don't think they ever did. I don't remember them doing it. Dang, was I just dreaming about that? Maybe you did. If He's... you did, that's a that's like that sounds like a great freaking dream. Movies <laughs> narrating. So then, uh, yeah, man, uh, this man, uh, uh, Tony Stark, uh, fighting suit. And, uh... I just love it in the first one. Uh, and so he goes up to the bartender and he's like, "Look at the girl I'm with." You know what I'm saying? She's crazy, stupid, fine, right? And the bartender, and Stan Lee, and the bartender's like, yeah, crazy, stupid, fine. <laughs> so yeah, man, this man with the suit, and he paints it red. <laughs> I don't know how you, you know, do I know, your I know we just, I know we just got together, but I'm going to trash in the airport, airport with Captain America. And she was all, she was all like, I can't believe we split like that. Smell you later, dummy. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. I feel like Edmund and the Wasp, ever since the first Edmund, their 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 movies kind of been like the lower. Oh yeah, no, I feel like both of both Ant Man and the Wasp and Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania are some of the worst films in the MCU. And I tried to like Ant Man and the Wasp. <coughs> I tried. Yeah, I mean there are aspects of Ant Man and the Wasp that I liked. Like I loved what I loved Ghost. 
She's my favorite character coming out. And I can't wait to see her back in Thunderbolts. But I just, I really didn't like the fact that they went too silly with it. It's my same issue with Far From Home. I felt like they just went too silly with it. And it's just, they, it didn't have enough there to make me go, yeah, this was worth watching. Yeah. Oh, one of my biggest issues with Quantum Mania is, is he feeding a quantum realm. How did he get bigger? See, that's the other thing that freaking Robert disagrees with me on. He's like, no, he's he's in a different reality altogether. I'm like, no, that still doesn't make any sense. The quantum realm is a micro universe. Because if he micro gets bigger... meaning meaning like. We shouldn't. We wouldn't be able to fucking see it. Exactly. That. That's. Isn't that. Isn't that already established? Oh, that's what the quantum realm is. Yeah. So how in the fuck is does giant? How the fuck does giant man exist in this micro universe? Because like, if he's giant man, would, <coughs> have, would he like he destroy be- the quantum realm? No, but he would basically be the size of a normal human being. Technically. So, like, wouldn't he, like, be regular? That's what I'm saying. That's literally what I'm saying. It's like, it, like, again, they, I don't think, they, they weren't thinking when they wrote the script. They were just like, hey, wouldn't this be cool? It was the same, one of the writers on Rick and Morty. And that's the other thing that I feel like they've done a bad job with, is hiring people who wrote Rick and Morty to shepherd their whole universe. Because I feel like Jeff Loveness was just sitting there going, Hey, wouldn't this be cool? I'm still pissed that Michael Waldron's writing both scripts for Secret Wars and... Because I think that's a bad choice, too. We'll see. I feel like they should I feel like they should have brought back uh, Chris Marcus and Steve McFeely. I thought, um... Because they, they did... They wrote I Avengers think, Infinity War and Endgame. I think we should probably go back to the original for that one. And do um the Russos actually? No, but I'm talking about the script because the Russos didn't write the script for the Avengers films. I mean, they helped, but they didn't write the scripts. Who wrote the uh, script for Iron Man? The script for Iron Man. Ah, uh, that's a good question. Uh, Iron Man screenwriters. So it was Mark Fergus, John August, Hawk Otsby, and Art Markham. Mm. Trying to think who would make a good because you know more about screenwriters and yes. people. More well, than me. well, no, I this is this is what I what I said. Chris Marcus and Steve McFeely they wrote basically all the films that the Russo brothers did. Okay, but yeah, I, I would bring them on board. Yeah. So it's like it's like they know this universe frontwards and backwards. I know I know they want to take a break from the MCU, but I think you're going to have to bring them back for these Avengers films. I really do think so because I think getting Michael Waldron to do it to do it is a bad idea. It's a bad idea. Hey, because I I. I as much as there are aspects of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness that I loved, but there was a lot of things that I did not like about that movie. 
and a I, lot of it had to do with some of the writing choices. Really, I I think my biggest complaint is it it felt more like a Wanda movie than a Doctor Strange movie. Well, that again goes back to the writing. Oh, yeah, that goes back to the writing. It's just like it's like like we all we don't know what to do with Doctor Strange. How do you not know? It's his movie. How do you not know what to do with him? And how does Sam Raimi read that and go, yeah, I'll direct it? I think he just wanted to play with the multiverse. I think. Well, no, I think he just really wanted to. Because Doctor Strange is one of his favorite characters. Yeah. So much that, that he referenced it in Spider-Man 2. So, I mean, look. The man obviously has wanted to do Doctor Strange for a very long time. It's just that... And you know what's funny? One of my favorite... The, I, I know we're going to get into my number five in a minute, but one of my favorite <coughs> people to watch to talk about movies is a guy by the name of Christian Harloff. Mm-hmm. And he has a take that I completely disagree with. He, like, does not want Sam Raimi to touch anything with Marvel anymore after seeing... And I'm like, this I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't agree, because I... I want to see more of his style. Like, at least with Doctor Strange, I want to see him do Doctor Strange 3. I don't know if I want to see him do Secret Wars. Hold up, hold up. Now, Secret Wars has Spider-Man in it. If you don't tell me Toby is going to be in there, which that's what the rumor says, if Toby's in Secret Wars, I hate to tell you this. You know who I... I love my Toby with Sammy. (laughs) You know who I think is going to end up doing it? Who? Ryan Coogler. I think Ryan Coogler's going to end up doing it. What do you do? Either he's the Black Panther director. Okay, like I said, like I don't know my, my people. Like Ryan, Ryan Coogler is Black Panther 1 and 2 and the first Creed. I like those. Yeah. Okay, I can see that. And Fruitvale Station. I don't know if you saw Fruitvale Station. but You know, I always I had intended to see it, but I never got around to it. It's a gr- Oh, gosh, it's so great. Because I, I know where... You know I used to live in the Bay. I know where Fruitvale Station is at. Mm-hmm. It's like on the bargain and everything. Yeah. So, yeah. Kinda... And, and, and the... I mean, if you know the true story of what happened, you pretty much kind of know the outcome of the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but even though you... Even though you do know the outcome... It's still very heartbreaking. It's very heartbreaking. But, yeah. I But I think Ryan Coogler will do it. Or, here's the other one. If Deadpool 3 ends up being great, Sean Levy. And Sean Levy, of course, did Free Guy. Which, Free Guy is so good. Which is good. Um... And he's just been he's been working with Ryan Reynolds a lot because he also did the Adam Project, which is on Netflix. I haven't watched that. Yet. Which I, I I still haven't seen it, but I've heard great things about it. Um, and he also di- <coughs> directed episodes of Stranger Things. Oh. So he's so he's like, and he uh oh Night at the Museum. He did all three of the of those films. Okay. Um, Real Steel, which I think is his best movie. Real Steel. That was the no the, no I'm thinking of Pacific Rim. No, he that that's the one with Hugh Jackman, and he's, um, and it's robot bo- robots boxing. Okay. So it's basically, even though they they kept saying it's not an adaptation of Rock'em Sock'em Robots, Real Steel is essentially Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Don't worry, Mattel's doing their own Rock'em Sock'em Robots. I still fucking hate that. Anyway, um, we're getting the Mattelverse. Okay, so here's my number five. 
the Marvels. Mm-hmm. I am not going to lie, having seen it multiple times, I think I like it less. And yeah, less. How many times do you see it after me? Because you already saw it <clears throat> before me. I saw it basically one time after you, okay. and that was it. But I ended up liking it less. And less? Yeah. Because I, I just find more issues with it. And much like with Ant-Man and the Wasp, it's like, wow, a bunch of missed opportunities. Especially with... Because I think everything with Kamala Khan, they nailed it to a T. But there was a lot of missed opportunities as far as uh, Monica and her relationship with Carol. That yeah, I feel like, I they feel like it should have delved... been more tension there. Yeah. They should have they should have delved into it more, but they never did. It was kinda it's... like it was kinda like touched, oh I, blah blah blah, this is what happened. Oh, I forgive you. Yeah. It wasn't like I don't It's almost like they forgot about it halfway through and then all of a sudden they were like, Oh, we have to add a scene where she forgives her because we just we we forgot about it halfway through the through making it. Like, like, don't get me wrong, it was kind of tension there, because you could see Monica trying to avoid. Yeah. Like, every time they bring her up, it's kind of like Monica's avoiding her, but it's also like, I but would I like will to say see this. More. You laughed a lot during it, though. I, 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 I kind of saw that you were kind of having a good time with it, because you were laughing a lot, especially there's one line that Sam Jackson has, that I will admit, it did cra- it does crack me up, too. It's like, he's like, no, because I, I went to touch it. He's like, Okay, new rule. No more touching shit. shit. <laughs> okay, new rule. No more touching shit. I like how he told Carol that. <laughs> no, he told Monica that, didn't she? No, he told she he he told Carol because yeah. she she was like, I saw this big purple thing in the sky and I went to go touch it. Like, okay, new rule. No touching shit. <laughs> Samuel Jackson, he really didn't need to be in that movie. When Monica shows up, he's the one that he looks at her and goes, Strong theory. After she explains what's going on. Oh, he was um, just there for one lighters. No, this is what he does throughout the whole movie. <laughs> if, he uh, just sit and he also this is all he says throughout the movie. That uh he's like, so what's going on? <laughs> That's basically what he's there to do. So what's going on? <laughs> I just like yeah, and the villain was terrible. Like I thought the I villain, think the villain was, was so bad. Forgettable. I don't think she was um, terrible. I got her motivation. I just thought it was stupid. And uh Don't go wrong. Post credit scene. I love the post credit scene. I don't know how you get her back. Um well Deadpool three is gonna answer that question. It better. Deadpool three is gonna have to answer that question. Maybe. Or unless they're gonna wait till Secret Wars to do it. Hey, I'm just saying. I I can imagine all the Phoenix jokes now. <laughs> all the um, Phoenix jokes. Oh, and I did like the the Young Avengers setup. I I thought I, that was funny. I mean, like I, I I just I just like her Kamala Khan trying to do her version of the Nick Fury thing, just sitting in the dark, in her hole. I'm putting together a team, which is just me at the moment. But but I heard Scott Lang has a daughter, so I like how nobody knows people. <laughs> but then, like, I'm also like, wouldn't Spider Man be 
a quote unquote. Like, do people remember Spider Man's an Avenger? Like, No Way Home. Like, more I think about No Way Home. I'm sorry to bring up bring up No Way Home, but the more I bring up, the more I think about No Way Home, the more I'm like, do people even remember? Yeah, the last Spider-Man? spell. The last spell is kind of doesn't make any sense. The last spell doesn't really. Okay, so what are the rules? Does nobody remember Peter Parker? Does everyone just? I, does everyone just forget that Spider Man was an Avenger? <laughs> At one point. Yeah. Or is it just nobody remembers Peter Parker? But then, like, does that exist? Like, does, does that remove the whole Mysterio footage? That's the other question. That is that is a really good question. That, that's never. It's probably never going to be answered, though. Oh. Uh, <coughs> like, I feel like the writers wrote them. I feel like they forgot. They wrote them. I feel like they wrote themselves into a corner. Cause I be I like the more where where do you go after that? Like where do you go after that? Like I'm not gonna lie, if they decided to not do touch Spider Man again in the MCU, I'd be like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Because No Way Home, they it's like they just wrote Spider Man into a like where do you go? Like what do you do? Well the symbiote's in the MCU, where's the symbiote gonna go? Probably just gonna go in the ocean. <laughs> And just drown. <laughs> and and, and uh, take over some fish. Oh, is it going to take over Namor? Venom Namor? Hey, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> Who's going to be? No, it's going to take over Tiamat. Who was the last deal? <laughs> hey, why, why is that frozen island turning black? <laughs> and why does, why does it have a tongue sticking out? <laughs> we are Venom. <laughs> you'd be like, you like, like, I want to eat you. <laughs> I want to eat your head. Why am I so tall? Oh, shit. <laughs> Whoa, what are you doing? This is much worse than I thought. That is a red one. Okay, you need to come out right now. We are looking super, super vulnerable here. Please come out. I will let you eat everybody. You can have them all, apart from him, the guy in the the guy in the guy in the red. You can't have him. The guy in the robe. You can't have him. Promise. I promise. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I, I I know people don't like the Venom movies. I love them. I don't care. But <laughs> they're dumb. They're, they're a fun time. They're dumb. They're stupid. And yes, compared to most movies, they're pretty bad. But I have so much fun. They're so they're fun. It's a fun time watching those. Venom movies. hanging out in a rave is one of the best things I've ever seen yeah. ever. <laughs> and just him going, going, I love you too. <laughs> Leave the protector out. <laughs> Cause everybody nice cocks you, bro. <laughs> <clears throat> um anyway, we should probably get back oh, to Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, um, Marvels. Oh. So uh you're number four. It's also the Marvels. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, the Marvels. Uh, I know. I know you kind of touched on it. Um, Kamala Khan and her family are still the best part of this movie. I think they what they did in the show literally set her up for success in the, for the movie. Right. Um, like you said, I feel like the tension should have been way more between Carol and um, Monica, the future Mrs. Giles. <laughs> um. Sam, 
Samuel, I, I like I know it's supposed to be like. I, you know what's funny is that I knew you were gonna call it the future Mrs. Giles after seeing that movie. Future Mrs. Giles. Yeah, you know, there's one. There's one particular moment where she's involved with jump roping that mm-hmm. I remember watching and going, "That Michael's gonna call her the new, the new Mrs. Giles that's after the, this. That's the future Mrs. Giles." I did like that scene though when they're all trying to like. Oh yeah, no that that montage was fun. That was a fun moment. But like my my whole thing is, as soon as Valkyrie shows up, that's where the movie starts to go downhill. Because that's my problem with Valkyrie showing up too. Because it's more of I think I pointed I pointed out to you um, when we had uh, when uh, in the movie I was like, so did Valkyrie just take the ship with just um, that were the people with Carol's ship? What about the other two people? What about the other two ships? Like, did she go to get them too? Or like, right? Because then like, when are those ships just like, what happens to those ships? <laughs> like the ships are just now in space. Yeah. And you're, and you sure bringing more scrolls to earth is a good idea after what just happened in secret invasion. But then you tell me it was a prequel or who knows? I don't even know. Who fucking knows? Secret invasion might end up being one of those things that Marvel just decides to sweep under the rug. Because I I hope because if you're telling me um Kang is a new bat, did I I expect Gaia to be called off bat? Like, hey Gaia, we need you to take care of this real quick. He's there right now. All right, fine, I'll go deal with it. Hey Gaia, you know Gaia, you know you're the strongest Avenger, the strongest person in the universe at this current moment. Can you go take yeah, care Galactus of it. Galactus isn't even going to be a threat because Gaia will probably be able to take him out. My, first of all, she has so many hardening abilities, it doesn't even make any sense. The <laughs> Are you frost really... giant. <laughs> Where was the frost giant? How did she get that? It wasn't even there. Isn't their race <laughs> extinct by this point? Because, like, in the first door, I'm pretty sure their race was on the brink of extinction. But my thing is, it was supposed to be of everybody's DNA that was there. And they weren't there. Even like, because even you could say, well, Loki's a frost giant, but Loki was dead. He wasn't there. So I'm like. Okay, the Marvels. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, we keep jumping back. I, I, I just, that's how you know we don't really like this movie because we keep talking about. Because we keep talking about how bad Secret Invasion is. <laughs> <laughs> because like, oh my God. Like, I mean, I know so many people who have told me they don't even watch the Marvel shows anymore because it's just too hard to keep up. Like, I just sat there, because, like, even you brought up a good point in the movie, like, there's a civil war going on right now. Why? What? Let's bring more scrolls to Earth, and literally, we're about to go all out against the scrolls. Yeah. Like, there's literally, the ending of Secret of Asia is literally people killing people because they think they're scrolls. Which, I'm not gonna lie, that sounds like the show they were trying to pitch to us from the start. <laughs> The paranoid aspect of of it all. Like, I feel like the first two episodes did it correctly. The let the the three and four they was good. I still like them. Five, eh, yeah. six was, woo. But back to the Marvels. Uh, future Mister Giles. Uh, there the ones. Um, the one scene. I feel like there's a scene you could have cut. Be it is the musical scene. But it did make me laugh. Because when I found out Carol was a princess, I started dying. 
Because I know we don't like when Marvel gets too silly. But I just picture myself in that moment. And you know me. I would have so many jokes already lined up. I just couldn't. I just couldn't. I was just like, this is so bad. This is just them trying to get a laugh. And it's just, it's not working. I don't even think it was supposed to be a laugh. I just think because they had Kamala there, they wanted to do like a Bollywood reference. That's how I kind of took it. Then why not just have a scene where... They're in Bollywood. Kamala is like at a wedding or something like that. I don't know. know? Because like Miss Marvel did it well when, like whenever they would have a Bollywood dance number... At least they had them, like, when they were at, like, Amir's wedding. And they had that whole moment where, you know, Kamala and her friends are dancing on the dance floor. It's like, that's like, that 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 feels more like something we should have gotten. But whatever. What what do I know? I'm just, I'm just a fan who cares about these movies. Um, okay. But yeah, like, wait, I think there's one more thing I wanted to touch upon. Um. Did you, want to talk, did you want to touch on the end credits scene for the Marvels? In case you didn't know, um, the future of Mr. Jobs is stuck in the X-Men universe. Well, no, we, we can spoil it now because it's mm-hmm. been a month. So. Yeah, that's what I said, in case you didn't know. I did, <coughs> I did like Beast. Um, I, How do you feel about him being CGI? It, I didn't really matter. See, I'm, I agree. I don't. I don't mind it. It didn't really. He still looked. He still looked good. It didn't. It wasn't this. Like I have so many people who were bitching. Why is he CGI? Who gives a Who gives a fuck? It looked good. I am gonna say that it wasn't. It wasn't shitty CGI. It wasn't the Flash CGI. Yeah, it wasn't a Flash CGI. So I was okay with that. Uh, it's I'll, when, I'll talk about the Flash CGI in a minute. But yeah, I mean that that was good. I think I want to see Deadpool. That's the problem. I want to see the how Monica reacts to like her mom there because like you know it's not her mom. That that interaction is kind of funny. Mom? Who are you? <laughs> mom? But then her her reaction at the end of it. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> um okay. My number 4. The movie you have as the worst is The Flash. I don't understand. Look, yes, the CGI is terrible. Terrible. And I really don't believe Andy Muschietti when he comes out and goes, well, that was always part of the plan. No, it wasn't. Just admit it. You ran out of time, and you couldn't finish the VFX. Just come out and say that. But no, you're just going to use that lame excuse of, no, it was, it was, it was, it was. Oh yeah, when that when that came out, I sat there and was like, <coughs> "Why are you lying?" Me and you both know you're lying. It was supposed and, to be and, like that. And as good as I think the movie is, first of all, I don't. I definitely don't agree. David Zaslav thinks it's the greatest superhero movie ever made. I don't agree with that take at all. Uh, I'm sorry. I see Spider Man. I see Spider Man Two. Spider Man into the Spider Verse. I see across the Spider Verse. Dark Knight is over over there somewhere. Oh, okay. Um, um. Let's see what else do you have right X-Men here. X Men: Days of Future Past, right there. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure people. Shazam, Shang Chi, right there. 
Um, I'm pretty sure the uh, I'm pretty sure Civil War exists, right? Of uh, Captain America, the, the Suicide Squad. I'm pretty sure Captain America and the Winter Soldier exists. Thor, Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok is clearly better. Um, oh, uh, let's see. Well, I'm sure I have more. Logan. Logan. Oh yeah, oh, Logan. Logan. Um, I'm pretty sure uh, Big jo- Girls. Joker. Oh, Joker. Walking Phoenix. Joker. Um, I'm pretty sure Big Hero Six is probably better than. Uh, oh yeah, Big yeah. Hero Six. Yeah. Be- better than Black better. Panther. See. Wakanda Forever. Winter Soldier? Winter Soldier, yeah. yeah. But David Zaslav, out of all those movies, thinks The Flash is the greatest. Are we sure he's the right man to be running Warner Brothers? Who knows? I mean, this man did just cancel Coyote versus Acme, so maybe not. Um, but no, I... I uh, look, I don't, I don't think this is the greatest combo. And if I'm being honest with myself, I don't even think it makes my top 15 at all. Um... It but is, he goes right there with <coughs> Batman and Robin for me. That low? So you like it less than Ang Lee's Hulk? That's the Hulk movie from 2003. No, I said Batman and Robin. I know, but you like it less than... <coughs> I like it more than the Hulk. Than the 2003 Hulk. Hulk. What about... But I don't like it more than Batman and Robin. Because even with Batman and Robin... I can laugh throughout the whole movie. About you like how, it less than Batman and Robin? I can laugh throughout the whole movie because how bad it is. The oh, Flash that, just... We're w- way far off on that one. The Fla- that, no, that's, a, that's, that's just a, me. That's, that's a, just me. That's a, I don't, the, the Flash irritates me. At least Batman and Robin, I can laugh at. Yeah. I haven't got to that point with the Flash where I can just laugh at it. It's a couple the scenes CGI, that I get... The CGI I can laugh at. CGI baby. CGI babies. Are you still having nightmares? No, not anymore. I just laugh now when I see it. See, I haven't seen it since like when we <laughs> saw it. So I haven't seen it enough to be like, I could laugh at it. Batman and Robin, I've he seen puts, enough. He puts the baby in the microwave. He really does. He puts a baby in a microwave. That the, that definitely does not hold up well knowing exactly what Ezra Miller does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Done. But, uh, no. But, like, my thing with The Flash is that I love it. As you have this movie about this kid who feels responsible for what happened to his mom, even though it was completely out of his control, and he just go he he goes back to fix it, but then causes more problems, and he's somebody who hasn't accepted loss. The movie at the end of the day is about accepting loss. That's why. Him being the bad guy, him ultimately being the villain of the film, makes sense because it the movie is basically about Barry trying to accept that loss. And for me, for me, and this is just my opinion. I like I look. I get it. If nobody else likes that, that's fine. But for me, I thought that was fucking genius. I thought it was like. I literally, not gonna lie, that last scene where he's at the store with his mom and he's having that last conversation with his mom at the grocery store, I got emotional and I started crying because of how well the movie had established that theme and it ultimately came and it ultimately paid off. 
those are the kind those are the kind of emotions that I wanted out of Ant-Man and the Wasp mm-hmm. or out of the Marvels. And I felt like I got more of those emotions from the Flash. I just feel like the Flash has a large cater of villains that we haven't touched in the DCU. Yeah, and that's fair. And that's fair. Yeah. That's a, that's a fair criticism. Um to not make Flash the villain in his own first standalone movie. I also felt like they we could have did if you were really needing to do the Flashpoint Paradox, <coughs> me personally, I would have just reverse Flash. I mean, is it too soon? Maybe it was too soon to do him. But I mean, like, in all honestly, if we're I mean, really adapting that story, I, mean, I, I feel mean, like it's a crucial point. I mean, honestly, it doesn't even matter anymore because this ultimately yeah. is the end of the... This is ultimately the end of the... Yeah, it was the end. But, like, before, like, everything kind of happened, this was supposed to be the resetting point. Yeah. Like, everything was supposed to reset after this, regardless. Yeah. And this was still technically going to tie in with James Gunn's new DCU, but now that's yeah. probably not even going to be the case anymore. So, like, my thing was, I feel like we should have did the introduction to Reverse Flash, or I felt like we could have went more balls off the wall than yeah. what we had. And I feel like, if we're going to reset, me personally, if we're going to reset it, balls off the wall, it. You got nothing to lose. This You're resetting everything after this movie. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I I get it, and and look, that's a fair criticism. Um, I just I I don't know, like I just ultimately loved the idea of him, of him of, it's his, again him I don't not like ex- how they did it though. him not accepting the loss, and I think that's what <clears throat> I feel like people were misunderstanding what the movie was was actually, because like. I think everybody wanted, or most people, wanted just a straight adaptation of the Flashpoint story. I don't really, um, I don't get why people really want straight adaptations. Because even when we got No Way Home. Yeah, and I'm not not saying you wanted that. No, no, I know that. But, like, I'm just going to bring up, like, No Way Home. No Way Home was an adaptation of um, um, Sin's Past and um, um, the comic where, yeah, Sin's Past and and the other one. The one where Peter reveals his powers and it sends past when he get he gets it taken away. Mm-hmm. Which is why a lot of people were already saying, uh, you know who you know who I'm about to say. Who's really the real villain in the MCU? Um Mephisto? Mephisto. Because Mephisto actually is in Sin Pass. Yeah. Yeah. So, like No Way Home is supposed to be an adaptation of the sense past. So, I, and that's not a direct comic thing. Of that's if it, if it really be honest, that's it's not accurate at all. The sense past, right? So, I mean, I think the only thing they got was right was Aunt May dying, but yeah. Aunt May comes back to life. That's why he made the wish. It's not to save the universe. No, to save the multiverse. That's fucked up anyway. We really think about it. Yeah, no, no. It is. <laughs> Peter made that wish for no damn reason. I just... I... <laughs> Wait, you mean I could have called? Yeah. I could do that? You didn't call? Well, I got their letter, but I... I'm sorry. Did you just... W- wish to brainwash the entire... You didn't think to call before you asked me to brainwash the entire world? 
I mean, when you put when you put it like that, <laughs> still one of my favorite parts of that movie. <clears throat> Sorry, guys, um, I keep referencing one of the greatest superhero movies of all time. Um. Oh, and I I I liked I loved Michael Keaton's role in it. No, like there's um, there's good parts in the movie, and I and I gotta say, I know you love the I, I know the way you, they explain the multiverse. Using spaghetti is funny. Is hilarious to me. I loved it because I, because everything everywhere all at once, the way they explained it, was very creative by using the bagel, <laughs> by using this this uh, this the the bagel. Is and, that that food item where um is that that food item and is that that food item that um was thrown at spot and that's why he became the spot. <laughs> I, you hit me with a bagel. Ah, I love it that when they go back and tell his story, there's that exaggerated yell when once he gets hit, he's like, ah, (laughs) you hit me with a bagel, ah. First of all, why was he in there fixing on shit when there's a fucking fight going on? Hey, we really think about it. It was his fault. I don't know. Um, but, uh. Yeah, so should we move on to number three? Oh wait, no. There's something I wanted. I wanted to say. Um, like I know you like the movie. Oh damn, I know you like the movie, and all. Um, and I get some of the parts. Um, because I did like some parts of the movie, even though it's my last part. It's just I feel like the bad. Like I said, five and six are interchangeable. Right. I just felt like today the Flash was the worst. Right. But, um. Um. There's some parts that I did like, um, like um, Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. I know you love um, Ben Affleck's Batman. Yeah. I just never saw it. I do like his outfit, though. His outfit, always. I love I, his outfit. I love Ben Affleck. And you know what? There's one scene in the movie that actually made me go, like, oh my god, I love this movie. And it's that scene where him and Barry are talking, and he's like, these scars, they make us who we are. We're not meant to go back and fix them. But, but, my, but what if the past does shape who I am? Like it does with you. And he's like, and, and he basically admits that him letting his parents' death define who he is turned him into a monster. And he's like, it, it caused me to make a lot of mistakes. And then I like it when he goes, and then, and then, and then there's one part that absolutely made me go, aw, when, uh, it's like, do you want to come inside? I, I got, I, I got food in here. Do you want to maybe go grab a bite or something? And he goes, not this time. And I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> Cause he never sees him again after that. <laughs> And we'll never get our obligatory uh, Gal Gadot cameo. I know that does that does suck because I do like her as Wonder Woman. When in doubt, <coughs> call Gal Gadot. Hey, <laughs> they they make sure they have that. Her double sweet. Hey, you know what? Oh, we, we forgot about one movie. What Shazam? Forgot that came out. Um. Oh my gosh. Um. That'd probably be my next one then. Dang. 
Where, where's that one after you? Because it, it's it probably be my next one. No. Okay, uh, for my blitz guys, uh, I know I said put the Marvels at five. We're gonna, I'm gonna have to push Shazam at five. I know. Pro- it's you know what? Somebody is probably probably tight. Probably in the future when this goes up, is probably sending a message like when we started this list. Shazam! Shazam! Black Adam didn't come out this year, right? No, Black Adam came out last year. Okay, good. Because uh, when you say Shazam, my bottom line was like, did Black Adam come out this I'm year? I was like, but I forgot that as soon as you started talking about Gal Gadot, I'm like, oh, crap! So I guess, I think we both should share our thoughts about um, okay, yeah, Gal, uh, Shazam. Alright, so now we're going to talk about the one that we forgot about. Our, uh, Go ahead and start. Well, let's start with Shaz- let's talk about Shazam: Fear of the Gods. What, where, where were first of all, where would you rank it? And- I have it in between. I want to say it's probably in my four. Um, I think I have it not as better on my list in the Marvels. Um, even though it's just a glorified Snickers commercial. So you think it is better than Quantumania? I think it's better the than Flash. Flash for me. Okay, um, so both so better than both. The Flash and Quantum Mania. Yeah. Okay. I um so but not better than the Marvels. Yeah. Um, first of all, the way we forgot about it, I think mean, it might be it might have to be default or number six. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's uh, <coughs> it's yeah, it's unfortunate because I actually I enjoyed it. Um, um, did I tell you who the future Mister Giles is on the from the from Shazam? Oh yeah. Who? Well, you know who. His sister. Not the, the older sister. Oh, okay. The older sister. The older sister. Okay. Who? Okay. I was about to say, uh, Michael, I think you might be going to jail. <laughs> just... don't, don't call the FBI. I meant the older sister. That, that's the future Miss uh, Giles. She might be the future Mrs. Anderson. You know she was at LA Comic Con too? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. But I didn't get to go. I didn't get to go... That day, or to her, to, to her uh, table, to, to her to do autographs. Oh, uh-huh. because I couldn't afford it. How much was her? Oh no, dude, the autographs were like over a hundred bucks for per person. For for a lot of them, yeah. Oh fuck! I know for Sean Astin and uh, and Elijah Wood, mm-hmm. it was like one twenty, one thirty. Fuck! I was like, uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm okay. <laughs> but next year, next year I've or I'm gonna I'm gonna book it. Next year is gonna I'm gonna um go all three days: Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. That's cool. Was that was the all the panels good or? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like I told you, I went to the boys panel. Um, <clears throat> went to the Lord of the Rings one. Uh huh. Um. <clears throat> sorry. Yeah, I know you went to the boys. You ain't trying to spoil nothing for me, you bastard. No, because they wouldn't say anything. Like they would, they no. only, they only talk. Well, no, they answered a question on because um, somebody asked what was it like working with um, God Negan on The Walking Dead. What's the I don't actor? know. I don't know his actor's name. Shoot. Um, but we are Negan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. They asked what it was because he's in the he's gonna be in season four. Mm-hmm. So they asked, what was it like working with Jeffrey D. Morgan? And they were like, 
and and they said, yeah, no, he's and they talked about it. Um, didn't really go into depth on what character he's playing, but it's very because I've I don't know if you are if you read the boys' comic books. I've never read a single comic. No, I haven't read the comics from the from the boys. But I also have never read a single comic from Invincible. Either. Me either. So, which I still haven't even watched season two yet. I gotta jump on that real quick. Um, hey, anyway, so you're better than me. I haven't even started Invincible. I think you would really love Invincible. I know I'm gonna love it. That's the sad part. I just haven't. I'm so I've been trying to catch up on anime recently. That I haven't even started it. You, one of these days when you come over, we're gonna binge watch Invincible. So, anyway. Think, Mark. Think. <coughs> um, so, back to Shazam. So, back to Shazam. Um, I think the movie's good. Not great. The first movie I thought was great. It's a Snickers commercial. But for me, I think the biggest downfall of this movie... Was the villains? Was the villains. I couldn't... Rem- I remember... They're uh, the daughters of Atlas. Yeah, I came... They didn't... I don't know, bro. That... They was not, and and, and the thing is, is that they are not from the comics. Oh, really? They are. They were originally made for this movie because, as we found out after the movie, they wanted to use Black Adam, but Dwayne Johnson would not let it happen. So they can come up with like another like villain person. Don't he have a role? I don't know. They, they teased Doc. They teased um. Is it Mr. Mind or Dr. Mind or the Caterpillar? What the fucking Caterpillar who shows up? I don't know. I can't remember what his fucking name is. I, I think it's Mr. Mind. You, you, you know who they should have got? <laughs> Dr. Spectrum. Dr. Spectrum, the master of <laughs> emotions. Um, <laughs> they should have got him. But no, I like... like I really feel like I just, Dwayne, I just I, thought the movie. I I remember walking out of it, and I liked it, and I really like what they did with the kids. But I just remember walking out of it going, eh, the villains just weren't there for me. The villains are forgettable. I can't remember anything they did. I remember <coughs> um, what's her uh, what's her name? What's her name? Uh, the the chick that's playing Snow White, Rachel um, Zegler. Rachel Zegler. I remember, like, she played, um, she played what's-his-face, uh, the handicapped one. Oh, um, Freddy. Yeah, she played Freddy, but then she actually ended up liking Freddy. I do remember that plot line. Yeah. I mean, like, I still think the best scene is, uh, um, I still, I, I, I'm not gonna lie, I think it's really weird that they got together, because she's... 3,000? Through... Oh, I think she said she was 10,000 years old. Yeah. And he's not even 18. That's really creepy. <clears throat> and, and you know, Billy's over here hitting on Wonder Woman. But he's not even 18 yet. It's, it's, Wonder, it's not like Wonder Woman's like. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's, it's still kind of gross. Is it though? Still feels weird. He's eight. He's not even eighteen. And Wonder Woman is like. I'll say this: if it was the reverse, if Wonder Woman was a child, asking, yeah, it's creepy. But no, that's, I think I think at that point it falls on the adult because Wonder Woman is not like going along with it. 
You get what I'm saying? So number three, um, <laughs> we can save that discussion for another day. We'll we'll we'll, we'll talk about that off air. But oh um, um, yeah, um, yeah, but Gal Gadot, um, the the as we mentioned, the the Gal the obligatory Gal Gadot, Gadot cameo. Yeah, the obligatory Gal Gadot cameo. We yeah. need one. Blue Beetle, Blue Beetle didn't have it. Blue you, Beetle didn't have one, no. But no. Blue Beetle did have Ted Cord mentioned, name dropped, quite a I, bit. You know why? He's all you know. You know what he's busy doing? <laughs> Fighting Doctor Spectrum. <laughs> Fighting Doctor Spectrum and the Master of Emotions. What was the fucking detective with with no fate? What was the guy? The who, question. The question. Yeah, <laughs> he's teaming up with the question. <laughs> See. If you watch the movie, you think he's with Booster Golden in the future. You're wrong. He's with the question. <laughs> yeah, Ted Cord. Um, I so mean, let's Ted... so so let's talk about Blue Beetle. Go ahead and get into Blue Beetle while I bring something up here. <laughs> so um, I actually really enjoy Blue Beetle. Um, I think like Miss Marvel, the show, the family aspect makes the movie, and I really enjoyed that part, guys. I hope y'all can hear me because I start laying down on the couch. <laughs> well, you might want to speak up because that because remember we don't have microphones. Yeah, so um, that's why I was ho- I'm kind of hoping they heard me for a minute. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, Blue Beetle, I love the family aspect of the movie. George Lopez and, and uh, Abuela really make this movie. The sister's funny too. Um, I you know what I kind of wish though. Wish the beetle was kind of sassy. Mm-hmm. I do wish the beetle was kind of like sassy, because I know like you watch Brave in the Boat, even though like me, you know, we kind of like like the hate on it. Yeah. One thing I do like about the blue beetle is they kind of translated it like it was being sassy. Because when he'll talk to like the beetle, he's like, "Why are you doing that?" Beep, beep, beep. Right. <laughs> yeah. So like, it, I it kind of like always like made me kind of like, oh, the beetle sassy. Like what? I kind of wish he was like sassy there. Uh, I like the future Mrs. Giles in that in that movie too. Right. Oh yeah, Ted Cord's daughter. Uh the like what I'm going to say about Shazam is the same thing about Blue Beetle. The villain, forgettable. It's the you're, uh, the villain is copy and paste. Are you looking up uh, Ted Cord and uh, are you looking up uh, the? I found it, the famous colossal star diamond. Now let's get out of here. You're not going anywhere, Octo morons. Sorry, Squid. <laughs> that diamond's bigger than your head and has a lot more brains. This diamond means everything to us. We must have it. You won't stop us. Well, I'm not here to leave mints on the pillows. <laughs> Got it. Haven't lost a game of keep away yet. <laughs> There's always a first time, Buckhead. Never seen the squid so emotional. What could have them so worked up? That is the question. <laughs> Suffering scarabs. Oh, it's you, question. Don't do that. Nothing surprises quite like an unexpected question. <laughs> That's just so great. I love that so much. <laughs> Dr. Spectrum? Dr. Spectro, the master <laughs> of emotions. <laughs> but yeah, I think the family aspect is... <laughs> I'll never live for the sake 
reality, emotion, sadness, anger, love, they're not real, just hormonal imbalances. Once you subjugate emotion with reality, which I do every day, emotion becomes powerless. Facts don't care about your feelings, and the fact is, I'm about to knock you out. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is perfect. <laughs> Dr. Spectrum? <laughs> Why are we talking about the movie Blue Beetle? We have this superior version right here. Yeah, this is the superior version. <laughs> this, is fa- this is far better than the Blue Beetle movie we got. We should have gotten this movie instead. Um, I only wanted it in the 1960 style, though. It had to be this. Okay, let's go ahead and finish talking about Blue Beetle. Uh, yeah, the villains, they're forgettable, but they're also your copy and paste villain. Like, oh, I, want, I just want to take over the company. Um, this is why uh, I controlled the controlled by henchmen. Gen- Jenny Cord is the is another future Mrs. That's crazy. Cause I'm pretty sure I said I already said future Mrs. Giles. I don't think you did. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Nope, you never mentioned that. Uh, you was too busy looking up uh the superior um blue beetle, but uh the superior blue beetle short. <laughs> I just remember us watching Blue Beetle all of a sudden. Oh, yep, there's the future Mrs. Giles. There you go. You said it right. <laughs> but yeah, um, the one person we really got to watch this movie, shout out to Roxy. It's Roxy. We got to get Roxy to watch this movie. Oh, yeah. She, we, we really do. Yeah, I think she would. I think she would like it. I think she would. Roxy's gonna like give it. us a whole dis- uh, discourse on uh, rich Mexicans and the slow Mexicans. Because oh my gosh, some of the things that George Lopez says in the movie, Roxy will totally agree with. But also, like anybody who's grown up, because I, I mean, I, you know, like I, I really love the family I, aspect. I, I got, I got some Me- Mexican in me, and you know, I, you do. There are some, there are some aspects of that that are actually, I you know, I think I I'm pretty sure I have family members out there who are like that, so I wouldn't be surprised at least. So, uh, but yeah, um, but Blue Beetle's also my number three, so I'm just gonna tag along yeah. and talk about it with you. Um, I really do like it. And I think I like it more and more I watch it because I ended up getting it on digital mm-hmm. and I watched it again once I got it on digital and it's a fun movie. Yeah, the villains are completely forgettable and I think the third act is completely forgettable as well. I, didn't, I mean, he did kill her. But I, I... I love the family dynamic. I mean, we're not even talking about the best um, line in the Jaime, movie yet. Jaime Reyes is like... Now become one of my favorite characters. We're not talking about the best line in the movie. What? I have detected something. Something going on. The end. The end. Oh. I forgot the line, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I've detected something. Uh, something. Going, <laughs> wait, what did, what did the freaking Beatles say? I don't know, but it was something. It was something regarding his, you know. Yeah. His. You know his uh his mojo went up. Um, his he got his uh he's he's experiencing um yeah, anyway. He's, uh, um, but yeah, blue uh, but no um 
and and you know show um sh- uh show uh show uh um I I'm not gonna be able to pronounce uh Menaduena, I think that's his name. I'm completely butchering it. I know, um, but Zeke, that's how you pronounce it. Like I I loved him on Cobra Kai, and I love him as Jaime Reyes. I think he's the perfect casting choice for this character. I'm not gonna lie, when I first saw it. When I first watched the movie, I couldn't help but just see his character on Cobra Guy. But honestly, the more I watched it, the more I'm like, oh no, he's Jaime Reyes. You know? And I like that, you know, they, they could have run the risk of having him just be like Spider-Man. But I like that he's actually a little bit more different than mm-hmm. Spider-Man. You know? Yeah. Like, my, my thing is, I felt like we might get a Spider-Man-esque static shock movie mm-hmm. because when you really think about it before miles came around static was like that's spider-man s hero yeah that's why i'm kind of like you can you can sing the static shock theme but... superhero static shock Woo-hoo! The criminals get twisted. We superhero gifted. They'll reach back at school. Nobody knows what I do. Alright. Superhero static shot. A Zeke said so Christmas special. And we're singing static shock. Anyway. Um So yeah, Blue Beetle, I I like it very much. And like I said, the more I watch it, the more I like it. So Alright. I think like I said, I think our three, two, one are the yeah. same. Uh, so uh, number two is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. That's also mine. Um, I'm pretty sure you have it somewhere in your room. Just, I mean, yeah, I do. It's right. Well, there's, I have two of the posters. Right, there's, uh, right next to the Quiet Place poster. Oh, I see them. Yeah, and I do have the movie. Yeah, it's 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 on the shelf back. Okay. There. Um, and I do have the soundtrack. The soundtrack really, like, originally released in an album form. Well, they did release it in an album form. They, I, I, I have the CD at least in my car. No, I meant like the... Yeah, on digital, yeah, they, they should have released it to purchase it at least on iTunes or something, but... I ended up creating the whole playlist on my YouTube, so I'm okay. Oh, okay. I mean, right from the opening, you know what kind of movie this is going to be. Because right from the opening, with that song and just and Rocket just walking around and singing it, you know, I just love the I love the fact that Rocket kind of is the is. I mean, all the characters have grown accustomed to Peter Quill's music choices, but I like that <coughs> Rocket is the one who's like carried on the music and is like actually into it. Yeah, <laughs> because there's a few moments where he's actually singing some of the songs, like like even when they're about to go uh, take on uh, the High Evolutionary ship, he's in there, you know, some old letters. You know, just singing, and I'm like, I'm like, I like that. I like that quite a bit. But what I love most about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three is it, it doesn't even touch the multiverse. No, we're in a multiverse saga. It is not even touching you know the multiverse. And you know what? That makes what, it better. That's what the first three movies like. The first one, 
other than having a scene with Thanos, has nothing to do with the main plot of the Infinity Saga. Other than having that one scene of Thanos. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 definitely doesn't. Well, when you really think about number one, I guess the movie will be like part of it because we figure out that that's the one of the stones. <clears throat> but no, but I'm 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 what I'm saying is that like, oh, you mean like plot wise? Yeah, but like yeah, because like it didn't it didn't like have a post credit scene that's like, oh, this is a setup for the future. No, it it felt like its own standalone thing, you know. And same with volume two. You know, the way James Gunn always described it is that Guardians of the Galaxy 1 is about the mother. It's about Peter Quill's relationship with his mother. The second movie is about Peter Quill's relationship with his father. The third movie is about the relationship with yourself. Like, mm-hmm. the, the self. And I I just love that. I, I love it. And that's why I think Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 and ended up being... My favorite movie in the MCU. Because it has everything. It has a great story. Um, I mean, we already love the characters. Mm-hmm. It's funny. It's emotional. Mm-hmm. The action is awesome. And, again, the soundtrack is kick-ass. Like, don't get me wrong. I love No Way Home. I love No Way Home. It's great. <clears throat> but for me, it doesn't even come close to how great Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is. Like, Guardians of the... Like, don't get me wrong. There is, like, one moment in, in No Way Home where I did get emotional as, when Aunt May dies. You still get emotional. I still do. But nothing compared to my reaction when Rocket sees... turns around and sees... Um, Teeps and Floor having just been killed. Like, hit, like as soon as he turns around and sees them, I'm like, I, like, I, like, oh, I, I'm not gonna lie. I felt a part of me just died. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Floor Teeps go now. Uh, Rocket Teeps Floor go now. Rocket Teeps Floor go now. And and High Evolutionary is such a prick. He's over here. Yeah. Alright, P13. You win the crying contest. I'm like, you son of a bitch. And then he and then when Rocket goes and starts clawing at his face, I'm sitting here like, yeah, get that son of a bitch. I'm like I'm like Vince McMahon. You take me to him. Take me to that son of a bitch. Take me to him. Come on. Go, 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 go. Um but yeah, your your whole thing on Guardians Volume oh. Three. First of all, the first cuss word in the MCU. <laughs> Open the, the fucking, fucking door. door. <laughs> I love that so I much. I think you was telling me of uh, the story of uh, Kevin Feige. <clears throat> yeah. Are because, you sure you want to be the yeah, first yeah, guy? So so James Gunn said it in an interview. He goes, "Oh no, he he said it in the in the commentary as well, but." I guess Kevin Feige goes up to James Gunn having seen, and no, and surprisingly, he revealed nobody fought him on it. Disney didn't fight him on it. Kevin Feige didn't fight him on it. Kevin Feige actually admitted that they actually were going to use the F word in Endgame. 
Oh yeah, with Tony Stark with, going with fuck Tony, you. With Tony Stark looking at Thanos going fuck you. Now I'm telling you, I think um, we had this conversation not on the on, not on the pod. I don't think we had this spot on the pod when we had this conversation. When I told you, it would have made me die so hard if oh, you yeah. did it. Oh yeah. Like I'm kind of happy that they didn't do it because it's an emotional weight into yeah. the I am Iron Man. Because if he did that, I just would have died laughing. Oh yeah. I'm dead. Um. But I, I, I like I like the fact that James Gunn was basically like he, he goes so Kevin Feige goes up to him and goes So um are you sure you wanna be known as the as the M, as the MCU director who has the first F bomb in a movie? He's like and James Gunn's like, Kevin, who do you think you're talking to? Like of course that's what I want that's what I want. <laughs> like, and and I like that. And and you know James Gunn, I've always, <clears throat> I've always loved his sense of humor because it's very similar to my to my sense of humor and mm-hmm. what I find hilarious. Like, in example, in the Suicide Squad, having a scene where John Cena and uh, De- and Bloodsport are walking through this camp, murdering all these people, and, and then trying to play one up, and then uh, yeah, trying to one up each other, and then by the end of it, why did my men not alert me of your arrival? We didn't see anybody. I yeah, I was just, and then Polka Dot Man. I turned them all to my mother in my head, and I killed them. <laughs> like like that kind of stuff. That's the kind of thing I find hilarious. But I know many people wouldn't find it that funny, or like in this one, you know, like <laughs> when 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 they're at the 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 family's house, the the uh, and. Drax is laying on the couch. He's like, he's like, no, Drax, that's not what that's for. It's for families to sit shoulder to shoulder. And he's like, I find that it has multiple purposes. <laughs> I'm sorry, but my friend, he's a dumbass. And that's Mantis. <laughs> that's the same as your dying face. Why do you have to criticize everything? <laughs> it's not, it's not the same thing. Yes, it is. Uh, uh, dad. Uh, dumbass. See, it's the same thing. <laughs> <clears throat> I just like I. Yeah, I just I love his sense of humor, and I love just the right the right. I love ones. how they always rag him for mantis. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> but I will say this: it is really fun to watch the holiday special. Which I'm, I'll talk about in a little bit, but it's fun to watch the holiday special. Is that on your Christmas list? Hmm? Is, is that a little spoiler? It's a minor spoiler, but <laughs> but uh, it's fun to watch this and then go right into Volume Three because seeing both Mantis and Drax are don't really understand fully what is right and wrong. <laughs> like they don't get it. Like they. They obviously know that High Evolutionary is a bad guy. But deep down, they don't really. Like, Drax steals a guy's motorcycle at one point in this movie. <laughs> like, he sees, a guy, he sees a guy riding up. <laughs> no, riding through that town, bro, was hilarious. They have the squid monster selling weed. You know the one that made my brother laugh hysterically? What? My older brother laugh hysterically? Is when they got and when the two animals are in the in the alley and the one's getting beat with the piss. 
I laughed at the drug deal that was happening. I was like, how did he get away with this? I just, I love it when he goes, when, and Peter Quill brings it up later. He goes, newsflash, Einstein, better universes don't usually have, <laughs> have, have squ- squid people selling meth to kids <laughs> with cockroach heads. <laughs> I'm just like, and, and you know what? I, that scene can, is really, can be really funny, but it's actually also very real. Like, oh, no, it doesn't matter what the high evolutionary does. No society is ever going to be perfect. But that man still had this line in all MCU. Yeah. There is no God. That's why I stepped in. What a cold line. For oh, a... that's the coldest line. And you know what's funny? You know a villain is great when a majority of MCU fans are now saying that they should make this guy the big bad of the MCU. Really? Yeah. How would you make him a, a big I've bad? Heard, I've heard so many people saying, High Evolutionary should have been the big bad instead of Kane. Why would you make him the big bat now? Because he's in jail. Yeah. So he's not dead. They I mean, he could him. come back eventually. Yeah. I think the Guardians are going to come back. At least the new team that they <coughs> set up. That new team is stacked, by the way. And by the way, I love Cosmo. I love Cosmo, too. And I know their whole subplot really doesn't add much to the story. I just love the whole, um, you're a bad dog. Don't you say that to me. Bad dog. No, no, you are. You're a bad dog. Come on, that's not cool. Nebula, did you hear him? He called me a bad dog. He should take it back. I don't care, Cosmo. <laughs> Cosmo's sad. And he's like, take it back that you said I'm a bad dog. Nope. 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 I know you don't really mean I'm a bad dog. Can you please take it back? I will not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And then it comes back later when they're all playing cards. <clears throat> but one thing even those dumb Soviet Soviets never did was call me a bad dog. <laughs> and then Howard the Duck even in there and go, would you please just let it go? <laughs> I really want a Howard the Duck TV show. <clears throat> they like I like how he's always in the Guardians universe. That he's just there. Well, I don't know if you remember, but he's in the second one too. No, that's what I said. Like he's his, in the first and, and the his, second. Did you do you remember what his line is in the second one? No, what is it? It's really hilarious. He goes, um, he goes, you know what they say? You uh um oh um you haven't gone blank if you've ne uh until you you've never gone blank until you've gone duck. <laughs> Oh my gosh! You know what? Now I gotta look that up because I have the movie on my um. I have the movie on here. Oh, excuse me. It's probably gonna take me a while to get it. Oh my god! Why don't we have a Howard the Duck show or something? What is he doing? That's a good question. I would love to know. Cause you know Howard the Duck is the first ever Marvel movie. What if he joins the Guardians? Oh. I mean, I think one of the only downsides I had to the movie was the use of um, Adam Warlock. That's a lot of people. I liked I I liked Adam Warlock, 
I liked his, you know, the, his little pet. And he's like, I will train him in the ways of the sovereign. It's, and then all of a sudden, they, he's like licking his balls. And he's like, I will train him not to do that. <laughs> I don't know. I I thought that was fucking I, I just think the thing is Adam Warlock plays so much in the key in Thanos in the comics. Right. Which, when I saw him here... Because you remember, that was my biggest issue. Well, but I was like, bro, from 2 to Thanos, there was no mention of Adam Warlock. We don't know what's going on. We just know that he's supposed yeah. to be here. Well, you know what's funny? He was originally supposed to be in Volume 2. He was going to be in Volume 2. Um, I don't know what his role... James Gunn never really disclosed what his role was going to be. But essentially, um, in Volume 2, there was a moment, apparently... Where he be where he uh, he found a cat and took that as his pet. Oh, but James Gunn ended up changing it because Captain Marvel had just come out and they had Goose, so he didn't want to do the whole cat thing again. So he decided to make it a different animal. But that's really it's really hilarious when I when I was listening to the commentary, I was just like, "That's really funny. That is really funny." Man, speaking of Captain Marvel and cats, I'm quitting Sword. Or whatever that is. Uh, what was after, it again? After getting swallowed by a bunch of cats. And it'll them letting it do it. I'm telling you, if it was me, Captain Marvel got to catch a, these hands. That's a lawsuit. Captain Marvel got to catch these hands. Kamala got to catch these hands. Nick Fury got to catch those <laughs> hands. Nick Fury definitely catching these hands. And I let Captain Marvel come out and go, oh, we're, I'm going to use my powers. You can you let me get eaten by cats? Are you going to use your powers because I'm trying to fight you? What are you? So... so here comes the... I'm going to show you what that... You're out of luck until you've gone duck. I feel like Howard the Duck would have to be a, a rated <coughs> R show, though. No, I, I definitely think... Or would you do PG-13, but like super pushing No, pushing I think PG. they should do rated R. Okay. I, I honestly think you should do it as in the style of the Harley Quinn show. I like that. And have it be um, Howard the Duck, and he has a team of people. You know what I want? I want Howard the Duck teamed up with the Grandmaster. It's probably funny. From, from, from Thor, Thor Ragnarok? Ragnarok? Yeah, that'd be funny. And, Je- and bring back Jeff Goldblum to voice <laughs> the Grandmaster. That'd be funny. Yeah. It's my birthday. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I love that. But but Guardian, but, but Volume Three, I think we both agree, is awesome. Um, so um, and honestly, other than No Way Home, probably the other the the best MCU best yeah. of the of New- Phase Four and Five. Yeah. So. It's easily so far the best movie in Phase Five. I mean, really, really is. Yeah, because Phase Five so far has been even worse than Phase Four. When did Phase Five started with Quadrumania, right? Yeah, yeah. So far, so I mean, we I still, mean, Loki season two was awesome. So we still got to go through. I have no like while we're talking about Phase Five right now. Marvel has. I was so excited for, um. Because I know you didn't like the first season of um, What oh, If. Oh, oh, What If. Yeah. But the how they're releasing it, 
makes me so worried that they didn't even have faith in it. You know what? You know what's funny? I think the reason why they're actually re-releasing it is because I think they want to get their Christmas episode out. Because in 2021, they had Hawkeye come yeah. out right around Christmas. Last year... We had the holiday special. They had the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special come out around Christmas. This year, I think they're trying to get What If to be the holiday. The holiday The, the Christmas. But, like, the, it's the fact that it's not starting the week of. It's they're doing the whole season and releasing it daily. Yeah. And that's what makes me afraid. That makes me, like, oh, y'all... Oh, like, this might be bad. Like, this is not... Yeah. Like, I'm hoping I'm wrong, but, yeah, that it just, it doesn't bring me, yeah, like... I didn't, I didn't like season one to begin with, so... I've, I've always had no faith in season two, so... Alright, but then, it kind of makes me afraid for when they do Marvel Zombies. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um... All right, so I mean, I, I'm guessing we're talking about um, what I consider the best movie of the year. I don't know. That's, I think that's your best movie it of the is, year. It's still my favorite movie of the year. Um, I think we're um we're here for um Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. I don't know how you want to start. There we go. As soon as those notes hit, I will. I remember sitting in that theater going, "Fuck you guys, fuck you guys." How to dare be, you end this movie where you ended it? To be continued. <laughs> it's not even just the fact that he is in the wrong universe when it ends. It's the fact that they end it and they show Gwen and her team that she's put together. And has Spider Man Noir. And I'm like, I'm like, you mean to tell me you haven't had Spider Man Noir or Spider Ham in this entire fucking movie, and you wait till the ending to finally have them in the fucking movie, and they don't get a line of dialogue either? No, they just appear. Because even May had dialogue. Yeah, May. Uh, yeah, Mayday. Yeah, yeah, Mayday. Yeah, she's she's tagging along. Don't tell mom. <laughs> I just I like how Mayday has her own little. Her admitted Spider-Man. I love it. Um, I mean, what can I say about this movie that hasn't already been said? I love it. It's awesome. It's it's first starting off with Gwen. <coughs> oh yeah, I know a lot of people, and I'm kind of on this board. I don't think they're gonna do it. A lot of people say they're gonna kill off Gwen. I don't. I don't believe they're killing off Gwen. Um, I don't think so because I just feel like. It's Spider Verse is about doing your own thing, and what does every Spider Man do? Kill off Gwen. No, I think that's why I don't think they're killing off Gwen. Now, Mom and Dad, I think they're killing off a uh, Rio. Hot take. No, I think I they're they're killing the dad for sure. I'm thinking I I I know Jeffrey dies in the comics because I think I think um. All three movies, the, these first two movies in particular, have always been Miles' relationship with his parents, but specifically his dad. 
Because in the first one, him and his I dad. I feel like had the this... second one focused on his mom. To well, me. no, his mom was definitely the focus, but uh, but remember, they also had that really emotional scene in the second one where yeah. his dad's giving the speech and maybe he and get he, off his ass. And what? To, <laughs> and to my son, the only reason I do this in the first place. Oh, I, I thought she was talking about the. Well, maybe he could get off his ass. Well, What'd yeah, you say? But 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 when, I'm talking about more when he's giving the speech. Oh yeah, like even that scene alone made me want to cry. You know, um, I also love it. You know, maybe we just gotta let him spread his wings, man. Man, what are you talking? Like when he's talking to Rio at the yeah. end, he's like, maybe we just gotta let him spread his wings, man. <laughs> um, the fact that they don't like, and Gwen. I do like that last line that Gwen says to them towards the end, where she's like. You know, he loves you more than anything, and and then it's followed with a really great funny line where she goes, "If you see Miles, tell him five months." I'm telling you, by the end of this movie, this man's a whole year with no Spider-Man activity. But mom, I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> nope. No, you got, sweet. you got your dad killed. You you definitely are. St- <laughs> you're you're grounded for a whole for two years. <laughs> that man. Ooh. See, I remember we watching the movie. You didn't know he was in the wrong universe at first, and I'm the one who caught it. Oh yeah, no, I was sitting there watching it, going, "No, he can't. Be. He's in." Because as soon as he went in the room, I noticed things are like different, and that's why I was like, "Oh no!" I think I started. I noticed it right when he's like, "I'm Spider Man." Who? <laughs> Who's Spider Man? And I went, "Oh shit! He's not in the right universe." <laughs> and then it just it just zooms out. Where are all the heroes? By the way, J.K. Simmons is J. Jonah Jameson in every Spider-Man universe. Yes. Just in every single one. I love it. By the way, I want to know why he's apologizing for endorsing Baby Powder. <laughs> I want to know why you... He's like, he's like, he's like, endorse Baby Powder? Apologize for endorsing Baby Powder. I made a mistake. Girl with mustache? Apologize for growing your mustache. He's like, he's like, my mustache grew in and out. I made another mistake. <laughs> I feel like because it was peach fuzz, but I feel like it grew in like... <laughs> I feel like it grew in like his mustache. You know, you know who he is. I can't say his name. You know who I'm talking about, right? Yes. Oh my god! I feel like that's why I feel that that's why I got the the my the mustache, mustache. In and <laughs> and out. I made another mistake. <laughs> First of all, Gwen. I want to know why he's apologizing for endorsing baby powder. That's uh, my that's my big question. Why the fuck is he apologizing for endorsing baby powder? Ooh, that's a that's a doozy. Um, 
But uh, but yeah, no, and I I love, but I love. I mean, outside of Gwen and Miles, I love Miguel O'Hara. Um, I I still love Peter B. Parker. <clears throat> oh yeah, he's awesome. Um, Mayday is still the most adorable. Kobe, Kobe, Kobe. Mayday is still. Look on the wall right there. You have Kobe? Yeah, Spider Punk. Right oh. I'm not a hero because calling yourself a hero makes you a narcissistic, a narcissistic, selfish son of a. <laughs> um, Mayday is still one of the most adorable things on this planet. Um, I also like it once everyone starts chasing Miles, and Hobie's just like, "Just for the record, I quit." <laughs> he just leaves. He's like, "Fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. I'm out." Um, all all sections stop, Spider Man. You, 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 you. I, I got you. I got you. I got Miles, Miles Morales. He's entering Sector 4. Do I have web on my face? What's going on? I, Miles, turn around. <laughs> <laughs> and then I looked at my uncle and, uh, let me guess. He died. <laughs> <laughs> um... Where, where, where are we getting that spider therapist? <laughs> I, I want the I want I want his I want his movie so bad. Let's make that movie instead of that garbage Madam Web movie that we're getting. Jesus, <laughs> spider therapist, he's just sitting there. Did he die? <laughs> he just goes. He just tells the story of all his therapists. It's just him <laughs> sitting in the chair. So let me start with their with patient number one, Toby Maguire. <laughs> oh. Patient number two, Andrew Garfield. This one's different. He has two. <laughs> Patient number three, Spectacular Spider-Man. Patient number four. And then that by the end, Patient number 576,754, Miles Morales. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Nah, um, I think... We all got shocked about um, Spectacular <laughs> because I think we was coming oh, in. Oh, no, I wasn't shocked. I No, but we was coming I, in saying that he better be in this movie. Well, no. I, what, well, I was going to say, uh, I, wasn't, I wasn't shocked. I lost my fucking mind when I saw him. I was like, ah! Like, I literally, like, you were sitting next to me. I literally let out this really loud, ah! And literally everyone around us started laughing as soon as I did. But uh <clears throat> but yeah, no, I like and it's not even just the cameos, it's just this movie just has a great story. It does. And I just I love you know your your mistake <laughs> if you hadn't existed, spot wouldn't have been created and none of this would have ever happened. And I, you know, Miguel, this isn't what we talked about. You talked about this? You knew? You all knew? It's not like that. I didn't know how to tell you. I'm like, fuck, that hurts. That fucking... If I'm Miles Morales, I'd feel exactly how he feels in that moment. I'd be like, fuck, that hurts. Just like... And 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 
that comes right after Peter just gave him that heartfelt speech about why he had Mayday. Like, you're the reason I had her, okay? And as literally the next scene, you knew? Wait, no. What, didn't, he, didn't they kind of tell him that he knew? That they knew before? Because, no, because remember, it's a scene when Gwen's trying to uh, trying to get to him, and he just, like, why? It was during the chase. Well, no, because, <clears throat> but he didn't know that they had talked about, they had talked about him and the whole thing with his dad. Mm -hmm. They didn't know. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, no. He, he, yeah, he started running because they were chasing him. Yeah, no, they, really they were not. trying to stop him from, from going, going back. back. So, um, but yeah, no, he finds out that they knew during that moment. And he's like, you're just a kid who has no idea what he's doing. Yeah, well, I did lure hundreds of spider people out of your little clubhouse. Huh, I guess he did plan this out. Just, I love that. I love this movie so much. I, I still love how Peter B. is just, <laughs> it's just still, it's still like... I'm still, I'm still, he's still happy for him, though. Yeah. Um, I still think I prefer Into the Spider-Verse more. But, man, this movie comes up very close second to being I think, as good. depending on how Beyond the Spider-Verse goes, we might be looking at... One of the greatest comic book trilogies ever. Yeah. Like, and I, I'll be honest. Comic book considering trilogies? that it's going to be the exact same team as Across the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. I have no doubt it's going to be awesome. Because, like, when we think of comic book trilogies, they usually kind of all kind of fall flat at the end. Spider-Man 3. Well, the Captain America trilogy was great. Well, I mean, I say usually. Yeah. Because I feel like they usually have one flat movie. Like, we look at the Dark Knight trilogy, Batman Begins is the one that falls flat for me. See, I think it's the Dark Knight Rises. That falls flat for you? Yeah. I think for me it's Batman Begins. Because Batman Begins, I love it as an origin story. Dark Knight is I one of my is my second favorite comic book movie of all time. And then um you know and then and then Dark Knight Rises for me kind of falls flat because it just it's a movie that's riddled with so many plot holes. Like how how I'm sorry. How the fuck did Bruce Wayne get back to Gotham? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Knowing that there's a time limit on when that bomb is going to go off. I think what, Spider-Man 3 <laughs> falls flat for everybody. Um, definitely the weakest of that trilogy. No. I, I, I like it, but it's definitely the yeah. weakest of the trilogy. It, it doesn't keep up the standard that the first two set. Yeah. That's why I said, that's, that's why me like I fall flat. Um... I want to say for me, if you're talking about Iron Man, three. Oh yeah, three. Honestly, I think the both the second and third one. Oh really? Yeah. Captain America stands up. Uh, I mean, I'm not even putting the Thor trilogy on this list. Yeah, I mean, Ragnarok is dope. Ragnarok is really the only. I mean, I like the first Thor, but it's not... I wouldn't say it's great. Like, yeah. And I feel like with Love, Love and Thunder, they tried to recreate the Ragnarok magic, but it... It was... It was too silly. 
I feel like with the plot point they was trying to do, it didn't need to be silly. Yeah. Um. So I mean, like with Beyond the Spider Verse, if it hits, I want to say this would be the greatest comic book trilogy. Yeah. Yeah, I would say probably right up there with Captain with the Captain America trilogy. Yeah. Maybe even better. I I would say better for because me. because even Cap One, it's the weakest out of the three. It is, but it's still a great. Movie. It's it's a great movie. It's like like well not no I I. Seriously, I don't hate any of the Captain America movies. I can watch any one of them and be like, love that one. He, you know, maybe till we get to a brave new world. Wait, what? Maybe till we get to a brave new world. Oh, God. It's a brave new world. It should have been in a new, new, new world order. This The following message is brought to you by the... New, 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 new world order. <coughs> Alright, so here... Let's run down our rankings one more time. My ranking is at number seven, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Number six, The Marvels. Number five, Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Number four, The Flash. Number three, Blue Beetle. Number two, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And number one, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. I think for my list, we're going to have number seven, The Flash. Number six, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Like I told you all before, seven to six. It could flip on the day of how I'm thinking. Um, I'm gonna have five Shazam, four of the Marvels, three Blue Beetle, two Guardians, one across the Spider Verse. Guardians, Guardians three. I said Guardians. You said Guardians one. Oh, I mean Guardians three. All right. We wish you a Merry Christmas, we wish you a Merry Christmas, we wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Good tidings we bring to you and your kin, good tidings for Christmas and a Happy New Year. Oh, bring us a figgy pudding, oh, bring us a figgy pudding, oh, bring us a figgy pudding and a cup of good cheer. Christmas specials. So we're gonna talk about Christmas. Mm. We are gonna we're gonna recommend what you should be watching this holiday season. Um, and you know, Christmas is one of the best times of the year, wouldn't you say, Michael? Yeah. Do you agree on that? Yeah. It it it's it's wonderful. It's a you know, like the song says, it's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the most wonderful time of the and year. And I think it's only fitting that we play one Christmas song. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you 
Was that not the <coughs> the Guardians of the Galaxy one? No. No. The, the Guardians of the Galaxy one is... It, That's on my Christmas playlist now. Is this one right here. It's one of the first songs on my playlist. Out on the third planet closest to the sun, there's a special celebration. And it I'm going to go to your favorite fun. part. Rain, 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 rain. song is amazing <laughs> that is on um, the greatest christmas song uh, of all time There's... oh yeah and the song is actually called i don't know what christmas is but christmas time is here that is um, the greatest christmas song known to me so what we're gonna do is now we are gonna recommend christmas movies now i will say the one that was on because i put down six and the one that i decided to get rid of but i wanted to give it a shout out tim allen's the santa claus Oh, it says you talk about it. I gotta think of another one. Was that on your list? That was on my list. You can still talk about it. I mean, no, 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 no. Go talk about it. I can think of no, another no, one. No, 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 no. You can talk about it. I'll let you talk about I it. I can so, think of something more stupid. No, 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 no. Just, just talk about the Santa Claus. Talk about Tim Allen's Santa Claus. Now I need you to talk about it. Because now I'm... Because I already got rid of it on my No, on no, my no, no, no. I want you to talk about it. Because I can think of something else. No. Screw it. You talk about it. It's on your list. Santa Claus is the one that... First of all... How did he become Santa Claus again? Santa Claus fell off the roof. Oh yeah, and Tim Allen had to become Santa Claus. <laughs> it's been years since I watched that movie, but it's I still so, have memories of I, it. I just find it funny that Santa died, and the elves don't really give a fuck because that Santa was horrible. It's like it's like, wait, <laughs> but this guy just died, and what happens to Mrs. Claus? Does Mrs. Claus just die with him? No, Mrs. Claus just found out her mandate. She's like, oh, vacation, finally. No, she's going to go work the pole now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know a lot of people... I don't know if a lot of people like 3. <laughs> but 3 is like the most... The most I, 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 like, I don't really like the sequels. Really? I didn't like 2 or 3. I like... Was 3... 3 was the one with um Jack Frost, right? Mm-hmm. I like Jack Frost. I like their interpretation and the, and of Jack the, Frost. And the second... The second one was with Evil Santa. I didn't like that one. And 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 like Evil Santa even <laughs> says the Toy Story line, "You are a sad, strange little man." <laughs> I I don't like any of them. I I don't like the sequels. But oh, the really? first one, the first one's really good. It's really good. I love it. Um, Santa, you know, he becomes Santa Claus. I think what I think what what the main plot point was it was him trying to um get back with his kid, right? It was his son. Yeah. Yeah. Not trying to get back with him, trying to establish a relationship. But with he wanted he wanted he he wanted to spend more time with his son. Yeah, yeah. Which I didn't like that aspect of it. Then he has to become Santa Claus because Santa Claus dies. <laughs> yeah. And now he's forever Santa Claus on the twenty fifth. Yeah. Um, like I like how like it's only like when it's Christmas have time. You, have you seen the Santa Claus TV show? No, I haven't. I I think you should watch it. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen season two, 
They just came out with season two. I haven't seen season two, but the first season I. But it's Tim Allen in it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Tim Allen's in it. Um, and it's it's a really it's it's good. It it takes me a minute to watch the Disney Plus shows because like I tried to get that High School Musical one address. It was a mistake. I I I don't care for High School Musical, so I never. It was a, it was a mistake for me. Um, Monsters at Work is kind of good though. I did watch Monsters at Work. I haven't finished it, but the 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 three episodes I saw, I liked. Um, did you want to keep talking about Santa Claus or good or? I'm kind of good. I'm, okay. I'm trying to piss you off. Okay. So I'll, I'll I'll list off my first one, and the first one I'm going to name off is Elf. Will Ferrell. I mean, this one's a classic. Will Ferrell. Um. I just, yeah. Bye, buddy. This <laughs> is that giant well that pops out. Bye, buddy. <laughs> I love that so much. But, um, but yeah, no, I, I love this movie so much. Like every time I watch it, it puts a big smile on my face, and I can watch it every year. The world's tallest elf. Christmas. Wait, what? The world's tallest elf. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I just like I like every I don't know like every time I watch it, it's just like I I get just this really good feeling like that that it's I don't know like I here here here's kind of if I ended up if I end up having kids, this is one of the first Christmas movies I'm going to show them without a doubt. You don't know what mine is. Gonna be grandma got run over by a fucking reindeer. I already know. <laughs> All right, uh, your next one that you want to mention? I got you. I got you. Uh... <clears throat> Man, I should have pulled out. I should have grabbed those damn cough drops. I don't know. That's the review. I had the song for it. Oh, there you go. I found it. Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer it is a classic. This used to come on a Cartoon Network in my childhood all the time. I know it pisses off Zeke. It is a classic. Zeke, we was, he was yelling about me this earlier, and then I just realized something. Grandma didn't live with her kids. She was walking home with the fruitcake that her cousin, who's trying... Why are we booing Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer? Are you proud of yourself? When my hand goes up, the booing stops. When my hand goes up, the booing stops. I will press that pause button for you real quick. You're the Dominic Mysterio podcast. (laughs) You're the Dominic Mysterio of Podcast. Wow, just wow. This is utmost disrespect for grandma that got ran over by a reindeer. You need to start growing a mullet. That way you can officially become the Dominic <laughs> I think that's physically impossible for me to grow a mullet. That is uh, probably true. That's probably true. <laughs> but 
The way your hair is, I don't think you could get a mullet. No, it it grows this way. It doesn't grow. But yes, Garmaga Rainbow over by the reindeer is a classic. It's a classic. I know, but you, but but your your take on this makes me just so tired, so sleepy. You know, your bed's right there. I it keep is. talking about it. You know what? In fact, <laughs> actually, here here's here's what I'm gonna do. You know how you feel about Captain Marvel? <laughs> okay, why Zeke is uh why Zeke the geek is sleep, y'all. Um, Grandma Garena over by Reindeer is um. A superior classic, alright? In my childhood, who doesn't like to see an old woman get hit by a reindeer? Rudolph. I think Rudolph's the one that hits her, too. Sure, man. <laughs> it's been so long, but it, it has memories. The disrespect. Why would you Why would you treat Grandma that got ran over by a reindeer like this? Okay, no, no, no. So, so go ahead, continue. Um, like I said, it just brings me memories of just watching that. And one of my other ones used to come on along, like right after it, which I might talk about. That one's more stupid, though. I don't like it. Right, right, right. right. But um, that's all I'm going to say about it. <laughs> what? Why the vacuum? Because we gotta clean up that horrible mess that you just spewed all over the floor. <laughs> Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Alright. <laughs> so, apparently I'm seeing a whole bunch of videos of CM Punk at NXT, so. Yeah, he was there. Um, Alright. Let's. Do another one on my list. Well, it's not really a list. It's just, uh, well, anyway. Uh, let's do the next recommendation for me. And that is going to be National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I'll be honest. I remember watching this. I can't remember how old I was when I first watched it. But I when I, when I first watched it, it instantly became one of my favorite Christmas movies ever. It's so, I don't know. I feel like it, it's, it's, it's a movie. It's really, it's, it's funny, but at, by the end of it, it's actually also kind of sweet and it wraps up in a very, it's filled with a lot of heart, you know? And that's everything you kind of want in a Christmas movie. You want you want to have that warm and loving feeling. And I feel like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation delivers on that. Um, so yeah, that's definitely one I would highly recommend um, you guys watch this holiday season. Um, I think y'all should watch. I'm trying to look up a, like a funny scene from this one. Friday After Next. Friday After Next is a Christmas movie. Is it? It takes place during Christmas time. Okay. Because okay. Friday After Next, um, a, a Santa broke into their apartment and stole, stole their gifts. So they're I, hunting. It's been stuff. a while since I've seen. So they're hunting Santa down. A funny movie. 
as like in all the Fridays. Oh yeah. Uh, one of my favorite Christmas time movies. You could tell it's a Christmas movie because they always play during Christmas time, Zeke. Well, I it's it's been a while since I've seen Friday After the Next. But it's still funny. I've, I, you know, I've only seen the first one. <gasps> oh, Friday's funny. Friday's like the most funny one, but I I like this one. Oh, and I I've seen I've seen uh, a couple of scenes from. Is, is it next Friday? Is the second one? Yeah, and the Friday After the Next is the Christmas one. Yo, bitch ass up, Lucky Charms. I like my fish wet and squirming. I thought I was dreaming. You are you dreaming. You almost drowned me, nigga. Oh, you dreaming. It's a wet dream. Wait, 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 wait a minute. I'm a pimp. You lost your man. What the hell? And one of my favorite scenes is uh, because their dad opens up their, his restaurant. And he goes, it tastes so good. It makes you want to slap your mama. Mama, yeah? Dang, now I'm going to watch Friday after the next. <laughs> I think I own it on digital. I've just never gone around to watching it. Yeah, I think it's right here. <laughs> oh, wait, that's not the commercial. Is this the commercial? They opened up a spot called Brothers Barbecue. Tastes so good, make you want to slap your mouth. You might have seen the commercial. Y'all tired of eating that barbecue from up the street? Well, it give you more sauce than to give you me. One of my favorite scenes, bro. Hilarious. Oh my goodness. One of the most funniest Christmas movies you will ever see. But that's all I got to say about it. Um, I feel like this is going to be one of our quicker segments. Um, my number three is... Oh, Nightmare Before Christmas. What's this? What's this? There's color everywhere. What's this? There's white things in the air. What's this? I can't believe my eyes. I must be dreaming. Wake up, Jack. This isn't fair. What's this? Um. What's this? Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas is the perfect time to watch The Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm-hmm. This movie... Holds up so incredibly well. I went to go see this when they re-released it in October in 4DX. It was a lot of fun to watch in 4DX. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, especially, you know how 4DX will have the effects, like the water and... Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you right now. The wind. Like, when, in that opening song. Boys and girls. You can hear, like, the... And feel that kind of oh. throughout the theater. It's really fun. It's it. It was really cool. Um, but yeah, this movie's so great. The songs are are the soundtrack is one of my favorite movie soundtracks of all time. 
Um, the stop motion looks seem like it just it feel despite it being stop motion, it feels like a movie that would have been released today. Mm. Like from a visual standpoint, it looks like a movie that could have been released today. You know, um, and I just <clears throat> I think it's I think it's great. You know, um, Oogie Boogie is one of my favorite vil- favorite villains. You know, Oogie Boogie. Um, and I like the fact that they they hide him for a majority of the movie until he comes across Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. And once he comes across Santa Claus, that's when they finally reveal him. And he's he's perfect. So that is um that's my number three. My number two? Oh, you're going backwards. I was going Oh yeah, I was going backwards. No, you go ahead. Just... Gremlins. That's a good one. That, that it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. You got him. Yeah. That's a good recommendation. Yeah. Gizmodo, you know. Don't don't feed your animals after midnight. Yeah. Or you might turn into horrible monsters. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a good lesson. So if you have a dog, don't feed it after midnight. He might turn into a horrible monster. Who shits in your room at six o'clock in the morning? Not that it happened ever happened to me. Just just letting y'all know. It didn't happen to you, didn't it? Yes. <laughs> um. But yeah, no gremlins. Didn't even think. I didn't even think about that one. Yeah, I'm surprised Die Hard's not on your list so far. I'll tell you what, Die Hard isn't on the list at all. Yeah, I should go watch Die Hard too. That's 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 yeah. That, that's my other recommendation. Die, Die Hard is also a Christmas movie. I mean, there's a lot of movies that I wanted to recommend, but there, I only wanted to pick five. So yeah. Um, but yeah, the Gremlins. Um, what can I say? Gizmodo's adorable. Um, I I didn't like Gris. You know, I didn't like a uh, Gremlins two like that. I don't Gremlins 2 is not a Christmas movie. I just thought I'd throw that out there. I've never seen Gremlins 2. I've, I've seen it like once. It was a long, long time ago. Yeah, I've only seen the first one. It's so adorable, isn't it? Until he becomes a monster. And yeah. <laughs> I love it, though. <laughs> um, I don't know what I can say about it. Like, it's been a minute. I actually might try to find it. I think it's on HBO Max. Yeah, I so, think so. I think I so. I have it. I... Somewhere around here. Like I said, I, I, I recommend it to y'all. I haven't seen the movie in, like, years. So, I can't really... It's not, like, fresh into my memory bank, guys. But that's one of my recommendations of it. Right next to Greenland. It's right in between Green Lantern and Guardians of the Galaxy. I, I, feel some, I feel some type of way. Why is the Grimless next to Green Lantern? I put it in alphabetical order. Why do you have the Green Lantern? I ask myself the same question. <laughs> And I ha and I and that question and that question is asked in my short film What to Watch A Love Letter to Physical Media. So go check it out on the Zeke Central Pictures YouTube channel. Oh my god. Free plug. Free um, plug. I just helped you out with a free plug. That was that was not that was not intentional, guys. That was not planned whatsoever, but hey. <laughs> um <clears throat> uh, so Like I said, I have memories of it, but it's like it's been so long since I sat down to watch Gremlins, and you just you recommend people watch it. Though. It is, it is, it is good. Yeah, and it's Christmas time. Why not watch the Gremlins? Get taught a lesson in pets 
and what not to do. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, Zeke. It's then, just, it's just, it's just it's been a long time since I really sat down to see Christmas movies. That's okay. Okay. I'm going to get you into the... I'm going to start getting you into the tradition of watching Christmas movies every December. Okay. I think what we need to start doing... Kind of like how we did our Spider-Man movie marathon. Have a Christmas Every movie December, marathon. we need to do a Christmas movie marathon. Oh, that'd be, that'd be nice. Yeah. Because um, I know we have to do another Rocky one for Raph. We do. Man, we do. Raph needs to be educated. He does. Um, And then we got to do our... Uh, when Spider-Verse gets announced, you know the time that is. Beyond the Spider-Verse, yeah. We got to do another Spider-Man movie marathon. Oh. He has um, a car now, so he can drive his ass up here. Wait, what? He has a oh, Ralph's got a car now. He got his ass finally. Oh, so he can, so he can, so he can finally come drive over here. Yeah, yeah, fucking bastard. Yeah. Anyway, have um, me, have me drive that man everywhere. Yeah, Ralph, if you listen to this podcast, which I highly doubt it, but if he is at Salty Raffy. Um. So the next one I'm going to talk about, and again, I'm not doing this in any particular order. I just, you know. My, the next one is actually one we talked about earlier. Is uh, out on the third planet closest to the sun. There's a special celebration. I love this. Freaking hilarious! I love this so, special so much. This is the only one. This is the only Christmas thing I watched last year. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I didn't watch no Christmas movies last year. It's the only one I watch. Like, only Christmas kind of thing. I... Did, look, when they announced that they were doing a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, I was like, okay, we'll see how this is going to turn out. This could be either really fun, or it could be really stupid. It was both. <laughs> but, man, James Gunn wrote... I felt like the best throwback to, like any Christmas special ever. I love the I love the soundtrack to it. There's there's not just this song, but also um, the one that Kevin Bacon sings at the end. You know, here it is Christmas time. We all want someone who. Oh yeah, that, that I liked. I love that one. Um, it's funny. I love when they find out Kevin Bacon's an actor. He's an actor. Ew. <laughs> but actors are repugnant. <laughs> no, acting is a great profession. You don't just get to live one life, you. We just ruined Christmas worse than y'all do, did. <laughs> I also love, oh my gosh, this, you know, I have a good feeling about this. We hate you. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, it's just so funny. Um, and even, even some of the Christmas presents that they end up handing to each other, you know, Groot gets his little game, a like, little Game Boy, or I think it's a Game Boy, I can't, it's, I have to watch it, it probably is a Game Boy. Um, hey, we, we, we need to watch, you and I need to sit down and watch that, watch that Christmas special again, yeah. but, um, there's that one, um, <laughs> Rocket's Christmas gift that he gets from Nebula. Bucky's arm? Merry Christmas. <laughs> I do want to know how Nebula got her hands on that arm. Yeah, how did she get it? 
Did she go to Earth and just beat up Bucky and just... Because apparently you could just take his arm uh, by, by Falcon and or did Or did she ask Bucky, does he have a spare arm? And she just went, yeah. Does would Bucky have a spare arm? Doesn't he get a new one in, in, in Falcon and Winter Soldier? After they take it? I think they get. I think he gets a new one. Oh, so maybe he, after Falcon Winter Soldier ended, he was like, "Hey, I know that little that little guy wanted my arm, so I got a spare one you can have." And then he went grabbed it and took it back. Bucky's arm. Bucky's arm. Merry Christmas. <laughs> you know what line I really love, and it actually comes from Nebula. Wow, I guess all actors aren't complete pieces of shit. <laughs> I'd love that line so much. Um, but yeah, that's it's one of my... It literally, after I saw it, it became one of my favorite Christmas specials. Uh, you know what? I, I might watch it when I get home. Yeah. Rain, I, rain, 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 rain. I'll, pro- I'll definitely be watching it tonight. I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch it yeah. over the holiday break and... You know, because I get I I'm getting a month off of work, so definitely gonna be watching it over the holiday break. Rain, 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 rain. Dear, 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 I, dear, dear. I can I cannot do that arm thing he does all season. Oh no, Christmas time, Christmas time. See, I don't know what Christmas is, but Christmas time is here. Um, what the heck's a turtle dove? <laughs> And who lit up that deer? <laughs> I don't know what Christmas is. Christmas and, and you know what's funny? Having this coming off of what James Gunn did with Peacemaker. Again. Like, it, it's the writing. So, yeah. Um, uh, okay, your last, your last recommendation. All of the other reindeer. I don't know if you remember that. It was about a dog who was traveling to the North Pole. I have never even heard of it. Oh my god. Let me see. It's like... I, I think this is another generational gap thing. Stop being so old. It used to come on after uh, Grandma got ran over by a reindeer. You seem to forget. I don't like Grandma got run over by a reindeer. So what makes you think I actually sat down to watch it? Oh, I didn't. Well, you know what? Maybe you should watch it. I'm a 2000, I am a, I was born in 1999, I grew up in the 2000s, you know. It's a 45-minute special by Matt Groening. We're not watching the 45-minute special right now. But, let me see if I can show you Olive. Olive's a dog. It looks like a Nick, Nick Jr. Thanksgiving show. Thanksgiving comes around in the fall, but I've always loved Christmas, the best of them all. <laughs> <laughs> so it's about a dog who's traveling to the North Pole, because I think... Guys, he went to sleep. <laughs> oh, I like messing with him on his own podcast, guys. No, but like, it's about a dog. Wake your ass up. 
Let me introduce you to the villain. You will guess what the villain is. Oh no. Guess. Dr. Spectrum, the master of emotions. No. He even has his, I think he has his own song. Aren't you going to kick me or It's the mailman. No, not today. Wow. I guess you really got the Christmas spirit. That's right. The no more Christmas Get out. spirit. Did you hear? Santa's Get out. not flying. He's through. Yes, but... At last. We're breaking the cycle of despair. By next year, people will have forgotten about Christmas. What's the matter with Christmas? The matter? <laughs> the matter? In the summertime, the delivering's so easy. My bag is light and the world is fresh, but by autumn I'm getting queasy. <laughs> so the premise of this story is what if Santa can't for for Santa can't uh Santa can't Santa can't um um proceed with Christmas activities, right? So, Olive is trying to go to the North Pole to help Santa become a floating reindeer. <laughs> and she's getting stopped by the mailman. <laughs> Your face is just pure disgust. <laughs> Your face is pure disgust and I love it. See, can we get what's wrong? What's wrong with all of the other rapers? Come tell me. It looks like a Nick Jr. show. It was on Cartoon Network. It doesn't look like it. It looks. It literally looks like something that can only be found on Nick Jr. <laughs> well, it was on Cartoon Network. It was during their Christmas when they was doing Christmas specials. <sighs> if you say so. I remember where I watched it from. If you say so. You don't like Olive the other reindeer? She's Olive. She's just a dog who likes Christmas. She's saving Christmas. How would how would you get your present? When the evil mailman is trying to stop you. Even So I'm gonna talk about my next pick. Um my final pick. A Charlie Brown Christmas. Wow, no home alone? No. no Home Alone 2? No. No Home Alone 3? Fuck Home Alone 3. <laughs> Fuck any Home Alone that came after the first. Home Alone 2 ain't that bad. Eh. It's mediocre. I was gonna put Home Alone Minds, but I knew I knew I had to do I knew I had to do another one. Um instead for grandma that got ran over by the radio. Yeah, there's so many other ones that we didn't mention. Like the Grinch. The Grinch. I was gonna both, do the Grinch. Both the original and the Jim Carrey one. I was gonna talk about the Jim Carrey one. Um don't even waste your time with the illumination version. Um Rudolph. Rudolph, yeah. Frosty. Frosty. Frosty the snowman. Uh I'm trying to think. There's 
Oh, you know what does count as a Christmas movie? What? Batman Returns. Oh, yeah. Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Hawkeye has grown on me. Die Hard. Hawkeye has kind of become one of my favorite MCU shows. I made macaroni. Hey, Bishop. Can Can I put hot sauce on it now? Yeah, go ahead. Kate Bishop. Yes. Kate Bishop, I made macaroni. Um, I'm trying to think. Is there any one one other ones did we forget? I can't even think. I've been coughing so much throughout this show. I'm. Oh, I thought I thought I, I thought I blew up your vine with all of the other reindeer. Yeah. Um, I've been coughing so much throughout this. Again, guys, sorry. I'm still getting over a, a cold. Oh, you know what we could have talked about? Have you ever watched the Conan Kid Next Door Christmas special? I'm trying to remember. No. X-Men parody. No, I never did. Okay, before... Talk about your number one, I'll look it up for you. So, I mean, anything with the, the Peanuts characters, Charlie Brown, Snoopy, all that... I love, I love the care, I love the Peanuts characters, um, so I'll watch anything that they're in, um, and specifically the Charlie Brown Christmas, it's so sweet, like it's, it's so sweet, and, and I, I, like that is my go-to one to watch every Christmas. In fact, I just watched it like a week ago. It was it's fantastic, um, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, I I love it. And uh, again, it's one of those that I recommend that you watch every year. And plus, who doesn't like Snoopy? Who doesn't like Snoopy? Charlie Brown, Linus, Lucy, Sally. Who doesn't like those characters? And if you don't like those characters, then you can go crawl in a hole and die. Okay. I'm joking. Are you though? Yes, I'm joking. Positive? Yes. Promise? Yes. Are you going No. <laughs> you wanted me to say, you were expecting <laughs> me to say yes. Yes. Okay, you Santa's the only holiday guy with a superpowered force, kids. Meet the Faculty Balls. Featuring the mighty Thesaurus Rex. And the unintelligible Tudor. Oh, no, this is not the, it's the villains. The, oh my God. I thought this was them. So they have one that's supposed to be like a storm. Uh-huh. They have Wolverine, but his claws are candy canes. That's what I'm trying to look for. Keep talking, Zeke, while I look for it. Oh, no, it's your, it's your, you're the one bringing it up. So, yeah, they have the X-Men. Oh, my God, where is it at, guys? Like, introduction. Oh, you, speaking of, you know, we were talking about Drake and Josh a little bit ago. Yeah. Um, Merry Christmas, Drake and Josh is fun. Did you ever watch that? It was, it was, it was. It was made for Nickelodeon. It was like they literally made that movie. I think it was like a year or two after the show had had ended. 
It was right when Miranda Cosgrove was just starting her run on iCarly. Oh, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah, so, um... So, yeah, it, that was a... <clears throat> That's a good. That's that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, Ed and Eddie's was kind of good too. Ed and Eddie, it was a uh, um because uh they did the whole uh, Miss Scrooge thing again, but with Ed, it was kind of good. I liked it. I like a good. I like a good Miss Scrooge. Um, you 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 remember what my thoughts are on Ed and Eddie, right? No, I I don't like Ed and Eddie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, why are we friends again? I don't know. I ask myself the same question every day. <laughs> and my computer is melting. Oh my god, I can't find it. Alright, I'll have to show it to you. Because, like, right now, it's really not coming up. But, yeah, they had a storm. The leader was fucking X-Men, uh, was fucking Wolverine, and he's claws was... Right. Candy Cane, they called him Mr. Green. Oh, god. Like, that's why I'm like, where is it at? Like, because when I look it up, because, like, they did the introductions, Christmas, Santa, Santa Squad, Christmas, Santa, intros. Maybe, maybe if I do that. The fact that I can't find it is actually pissing me off. I find everything but that. Because, like, they did, like, a whole little comic book opening for them and everything. Kind of like how they did with the villains. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm mad that the villains show up, but not the other ones. That mm. don't even make sense. Oh. <laughs> the 12 Pains of Christmas. This is their ultimate attack. They did their own version. I remember this show. Like, why can't I find anything? Like, Santa had, like, reins, and then, like, I don't know. It was stupid. Oh. We almost forgot another one. What? The SpongeBob. The, the, the Which one, one? It's the one where... Where they just find out about Christmas is the one you're talking about? Yeah. You know that the, the little clay animated one was good, too. I do remember that one, yeah. But but I I like the 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 original the one where they find out where they first find out about Christmas. Freaking freaking Mr. Krabs not be dying when he was singing. Yeah. What 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 does he say again? He's. Do you remember? Oh, now you gotta look up the song. Yeah. <laughs> SpongeBob. What is it? Christmas is. Christmas song. What you look up? Christmas song. The first one that came up? Yeah. Come on, load. Santa's coming tonight, tonight. No, what's in that one? I know, but... Christmas feels like the very first Christmas to me. 
I forgot that he does do that. Oh my god, I that's what you meant. I was like I was like, wait, what does Mr. Krabs do? I don't remember. <laughs> and he does it twice too. It's so funny. Um Yeah, gosh, I love uh when I find the K and D, like when I actually find have you it, ever seen Eight Crazy Nights? No, the Adam Sandler animated movie Eight Crazy Nights. No, I haven't. Oh my goodness, it's so technically yes, Christmas is involved, but it's more about Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's really hilarious. It's really really funny. Um, it's a musical, but there's one song at the end. Uh, and he has one line in there, and Adam Sam. There's a character who has a hook, right? And uh, Adam Sandler looks at that guy at one point. And he goes, "I wonder if," that, and he sings, "I wonder if that guy ever wiped his ass with the wrong hand." And it comes to that guy. He goes, "Yes." <laughs> and he looks at his hook. Oh, oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> I gotta show you that movie because it's one of my favorite movies to watch around this time of year. You know, we even talking about the the Fairly Odd Parents one when you wish for Christmas to be every oh, yeah. day. Uh, <coughs> on the was it on the on the twentieth day of Christmas? Was it like the <laughs> choir group's like on the twentieth day, day of Christmas? Christmas. Like true love gave to me. <laughs> you know, I'm try. I'm still trying to figure out how that was working. We want money to buy eggnog. <laughs> we want food and eggnog. <laughs> My thing is, like, how does that even work? Like, I know it's supposed to be wishes. Technically, it is, but like, would it at like some point it would just be like, it's like somebody just be like, bro, Christmas just yesterday. What you mean it's Christmas again? Like, you're fucking with me. Um. All right. Well, that's. I think that's the that's, last that's, week special. That is the that is the Christmas special, guys. I hope you have a happy holiday. I hope you guys are gonna have a. Please do do the most important thing. Please be safe out there. No drinking this. and driving. I know it's Christmas. Yeah. No drinking and driving. Just just be <coughs> be safe and be happy. Don't worry. Be happy. Spend time with your loved ones. Yeah, spend time with your loved ones. All that good stuff. Um, 2023 has been a very... A very a very good year, I would say, for me. You know? Uh, not just with 
podcasting, but personally, there have been some uh, achievements in my personal life. You know, I think, um, um, as we talked about earlier, one of the achievements, and I'm proud of you for, is almost 40 pounds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've started, uh, which I've never really shared publicly, but uh, I guess I can talk about it now, so thank you. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm on a, I'm on, <coughs> I am on a weight loss journey, and I have uh, lost almost 40 pounds, so I'm very, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm definitely proud of that, um. But uh, I I'm when it comes to Zeke the Zeke said so, I am just so proud that I actually have an audience. I may not have the biggest audience. My audience is very small compared to most movie reviewers and stuff like that. But I'm so glad that I actually do have an audience. I mean, your rap said you went up by twelve percent, right? Yeah, yeah. Um. But it's just it's it is heartwarming to see that I like that I can release a short film in the beginning of the year and within two weeks have it hit 150 views. That's good. You know, just like I'm, I am incredibly proud, and the fact that I got to finish. By the time this podcast goes up, I got to finish Avatar the After Show. Just to start. And I got to bring an end to the Web Swingers podcast. Both of those shows are have officially come to their end as of this as of this episode going up. Um and um <coughs> I'm like I said, I'm excited. And you found a co-host. And I did find a co-host. And I I gotta say, I, I, I am very glad that I did. Because uh, I almost decided to scrap the podcast altogether. And I think bringing you on was probably the best thing I, I ever did. And I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not being sarcastic or anything like that. I'm actually telling the truth. It's one of the best, it's one of the best things I've ever done. Because... I now I I feel that excitement for doing it again, you know. Um, so, you got any last words before we, you want to say anything about hey, what a know, year it's been? It's for me personally. I don't really go into personal stuff. Like that. <clears throat> me personally, it's been a roller coaster of the year. So, um, I made some certain goals for next year to try to get you know get get back on the right track and everything. Um, so I'm very excited to see what the next year holds for me. I'm excited to see what the next year holds for you. I'm even excited for the, what the next year holds for you people listening on Spotify. Um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, yeah. wherever y'all are listening from. I'm I'm excited to you know what, um, you know what uh, from you from you guys. I'm excited what the year brings from you. I hope y'all continue to grow with us. Um, I know this is Zeke's podcast, but I lie, lie, like to come on every now and then and to act like it's mine. Man, you're, <laughs> you, man, you still got your own segment. <laughs> yeah. I, didn't, I, I didn't give any. I, I've never given anybody their own. I know segment. we didn't I do did. the game corner, guys. Um, maybe, um, uh, maybe the first show back. Uh, I'll have a bigger oh, one. We'll, we'll, we'll bring. We're gonna bring it back. It's, it's gonna be a big 
part of the show next next year. No, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like maybe um after, like you know, I'll bring it back. I have a big one planned because we have a lot of stuff to talk about on the game corner. GTA Six trailer uh, got dropped this week, dude. How great does that game look? Amazing. Oh my gosh, it looks so good. The game awards happened. We got to talk about Baldur's Gate, the game of the year. It beat out Spider Man too. Spider Man walked away with nothing. 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 That's crazy. I was shocked. Yeah, we sh- we should probably should have done a gaming corner on this episode, uh, but it was, so we are almost at four hours. I don't think we are. Possibly, <laughs> yeah. But, but uh, uh, but go, go, but yeah. Um, it this is so one one more thing I want to say before we sign off here is uh, thank you guys so much for all your support this year. Um, and every year before, it really does mean a lot to me, and I'm and I know it means a lot to Michael that you guys have all decided to support the show in any way, but primarily just by listening to us argue about movies and argue whether or not Spider Man Far From Home is a good movie. So you know, um, there's this there's this clip if you look on like a long ago where I kicked <coughs> him out of my house. We're going to bring that back. Get the fuck out of your own yeah. studio. What the hell's wrong with you? I know studio. this is your studio. Get the fuck out. No, this is my studio. Far from home? Really? Get out. Hey, Grandma got run over radio. Payback. Out! <laughs> They're going to get in the comments? I feel like Grandma got ran over by Rainier is a good movie. What are you talking about? Screw Grandma got over. <laughs> so dumb. Um, but, uh, but yes. So thank, so thank you guys so much. And, uh, yeah, that will do it for this episode, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, and if you guys like the podcast, please make sure you share it and subscribe. And, uh, where can, you, where can they find you, Isaac, again? We, we haven't shown oh, our yeah, socials. Yeah. You guys, uh, you guys can follow me on, uh, on Twitter at Zeke Said So and on YouTube, Instagram, and threads at Zeke Said So Pictures. Uh, Michael, where can the good people find you? Um, so y'all can find me on Instagram at greatness lives on. Y'all can find me at X Twitter, um, at the tweeter, the tw- the Twitmosphere. <laughs> y'all can find me there at Twitter. Y'all can find me there at one and only underscore MJ. Now I did start making TikToks, guys. Y'all want to come follow me? I do. And that you you get most of my rants. You could literally hit me up in the comments. I'll probably make a rant about it. Um, that one is under. Let me just go ahead and look up a TikTok account for y'all. Um, because it's under my gamer tag as I'm playing TikTok. It's under Cosmic Rose, but Cosmic with an X. So it's going to be um, C-O-S-M-I-X-R-O-S-E. I'm planning to actually post more on there. I think I haven't posted in like a week, like two, like a damn near a month. But I'm, you know, trying to get myself back out there. Um, so you're probably going to see cosplays, me talking about wrestling, me talking we might do I didn't tell you this, but we might do our little movie reviews on yours and we might do them on my Twitter too. Oh, yeah. I'm on my uh, TikTok oh, I'm, too. I'd be I'd be down. Alright. Uh, maybe the first one can be Aquaman. Oh yeah, we can. We can do that. So you, you know y'all look out for that one. Our yeah. out of theaters on TikTok at uh, at Cosmic Rose and at Z says show on uh, Twitter. I mean on YouTube. Yeah. Uh so yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh and uh from from our crazy Zeke Said So family to yours, we wish you all a Merry Christmas. And have a Happy New Year, guys. And a Happy New Year.
or a happy holidays, whatever holidays. Yeah, you whatever holidays you uh, do. 